And we're live. What's going on, everybody? We're here with the ultimate Jewish debate. I'm here with Owen Big Bear Benjamin and Andrew Don't Taste Me Bro, aka self-proclaimed living legend mayor. Uh, we're talking about the Jewish question or Jewish people. It's a topic that you can't really talk about. They'll say you're anti-Semitic. I know a rapper, 21 Savage, LeBron James, they complimented. It's, it's just a very taboo topic. And if you guys know Owen, if not, he's a comedian and he also is a social influencer, world influencer now. He goes really hard at it uh, and, you know, he's definitely been curious and skeptical and deep diving in a lot of topics. And then I talked to Andrew Mayer. I had him on my platform and Andrew said, hey, I'm Jewish and uh, I like Owen, but there's some things I might not agree with. So this is long overdue. I'm going to pass it to Owen. I just want to get it all out there and uh, have a really honest discussion about something that nobody's doing uh, yeah. except for maybe Owen and 10 others. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And Amway, thanks for having us. This is exciting. Yeah. That's the thing is- I get emails, I was just telling you guys off air, it's like it's like when I went hard at women for some of the obvious realities. Not that I, 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 got, I don't know how to read Hebrew, I'm sure I got the Talmud pretty upside down, but um, women liked it. And all these people are like, don't, don't do that. And I've, I've been getting a lot of emails from Jews being like, I appreciate your curiosity and now I have a lot of things to think about. So I, uh, I just wanted to start by talking about one of the things, and I'll talk about why I've been really suspicious of, of Jews lately. It has to do with the wall, obviously, and certain political alliances. We'll talk about that. But, but one thing I've noticed lately that I want us to establish so that we don't have uh, a, an argument over uh, word definitions that we could just agree on, because that happens all the time with conversations, is what is a Jew? That's a question for, uh, for my man here. Like before yeah. we keep going, because this is one thing I keep seeing. It's like, well, that's not a real Jew. Well, that's not a real Jew. Well, that guy's not a real Jew. Like Jews have the hardest time telling me what a Jew is to the point where, you know, I'll like call out a Jew and all the Jews are like, yeah, that's a non-real Jew. And I'm like, but you thought he was a Jew before he raped that girl though, right? And they're like, yeah, but then he raped the girl though. I, I don't know. It's almost like um, uh, like light. It's like, is it a wave or is it, or is it a photon? And physicists are like, it depends who we're lying to. So <laughs> I'll throw it to you. Uh, what is a Jew? So that's a great question, actually. And I, I talk about this a lot, okay? Because you've got a lot of people that their parents are Jews. So they say, okay, I'm a Jew. But what they'll say is I'm culturally Jewish. And this is a lot of the people on the left. A lot of people on the left, which is where most godless people end up of all backgrounds. If, you, if your parents were Christian and you're atheist, there's a great chance you ended up on the left. And so a lot of uh, atheists who are culturally Jewish is what they call themselves. You know, that's where they end up. They end up godless atheists on the left. And so a lot of times I will call these people out myself because they'll play the card. Oh, I'm a Jew. I'm a victim. And it's like these people don't believe in God. And then they're going out in the public and saying they essentially represent me. And I find that reprehensible. Like the, uh, the head of the ADL, he doesn't wear one of these, okay? And if you're, if you're saying you're a Jew and you don't wear one of these... There's bigger hats, by the way. You need bigger hats that gives you sun protection. Anyway, go on. I have cowboy hats, too. I wear this, I wear this guy because uh, that's a whole other story. But No, no, I, I feel you, man. And I, I'm sure that must be really frustrating. But, like, one of the things that's hit me recently that's made me go pretty hard at, uh, at the Jews is the BDS... I'd like to get it seeing the right because normally I, I could uh, put a lot of this degenerate behavior on the left. You know, I'd be like Weinstein's a leftist, 
Polanski's allowed. It was easy for me to do that and not say Jews. But when I saw the right, except 20, you know, 26 states accepted um, BDS legislation, which means it's illegal for an individual or a corporation to boycott Israel. And I saw people on the right that are uh, that that their whole brand is uh, is all about you know freedom, and, and they're clapping for this. And I'm like, this is this is madness. You know that that's madness, and that makes me think. And then you look into APAC and you look into these, uh, you know, th th like uh, this one congressperson, I wrote down some names so I didn't sound completely insane. Hang on. So I'm not just like this dude and this dude and this other guy was being a dick. Um, what was the guy's name? Hang on a second. I, I don't want to get it. Oh, Jim Morin. He was in the uh, Congress from 91 to 2015. And he said that every congressperson is expected to fill out a questionnaire pledging their support of Israel. 88 members of Congress have dual citizenships with Israel. And I would never have even thought of any of this if it wasn't for the wall wedge, which is we can't get um, money for our own wall, but we're, we, we gave you know Israel money for their second wall. And listen, you know, make it rain. I get it. I'm not mad at you guys for having a wall. That's why I disagree with the people being like, open borders for Israel. It's like, no, let Israel have walls. Let us have walls. The issue for me is Feinstein has a dual citizenship with Israel and is actively subverting our ability to protect ourselves. And then when I saw the BDS thing, I felt kind of alienated from my right-wing friends. I always thought we're pushing first, second, fourth amendment, all that stuff. And uh, that's why I started being like, what in the hell is going on? So I tried to look up cultural critique, um, a book about Jews to help understand it. And it was just banned from Amazon. Then Solzhenitsyn's 200 years together, uh, banned from Amazon. And that's a guy with the Nobel Peace Prize who suffered in gulags. So, you know, it's it's now illegal to, um, in 26 states, and Marco Rubio is trying to make it federal, to do our God-given American right of, of choice, of boycott. Boycott is, you know, we threw tea in, uh, you know, in the Boston Harbor, kick this whole thing off. Like, we're a, we're a, a people that is like, if we don't want to do business, that's our choice, you know? And so that's why I'm like, what the hell's going on? Because my bastion of security on the right for freedom seems like it's been kind of hijacked. And I feel like Ben Shapiro is up to something. All right, go on. Before I answer, since you mentioned him, can I get a Ben Shapiro impression? Yeah, my name's Ben Shapiro. You're going to die. Buy my stuff. Gold, gold, gold. <laughs> Was it promo, promo code uh, genocide? No, I'm just saying. Promo code something. Okay. So you have to realize a lot of these guys, and this is the conversation I was having with Anomaly, a lot of these guys don't care about anything but money and power. That's really what they're in politics for. They don't even care about Jews because these same people that are now uh, saying, oh, we have to call out anti-Semitism and we support Israel. I mean, those same people on the left they wanted to bring in a million migrants from the Middle East. And we've seen what happens when you do that in Europe. You just get hate crime after hate crime on Jews and you get rape of everybody else. It's very dangerous to do that, but they don't care. They're, they're not interested in protecting Jews. Their interest in Israel is using it to expand the military industrial complex. And this is exactly what I was talking to uh, Anomaly about because they wanna go into Syria in the Golan Heights, which Israel has a chunk of that. They want to go in there and get the natural gas. Dick Cheney, Rupert Murdoch, I think even one of the Rothschilds has a piece of this company called Genie Energy, and they want to go in there. 
And Israel is actually aligned with Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia wants to be the dominant uh, Islamic caliphate. And so they're going after Iran. Iran is aligned with Syria. Israel's aligned with Saudi Arabia. So they want to do these expansionist wars and they cloak them in protection of Israel because that gets them the support of all the Jews in America for the most part on the left and on the right who are big donors to these parties. So your, your Ben Shapiro boy, he gets paid for saying protect Israel. If he doesn't, he's a Trotskyite, he's a shill. He's a, there, there's so many sodomy Jews and war Jews. And then there's individuals like you and my boy Tyler Goldstein and all these cool people. That's why this is a win-win that people can see there's a difference between the individual of a Jewish person and um, this psychotic agenda that's happening. So go on. So I just want to give you props for uh, pointing out that that fake, that Syria fucking bullshit. Anyway, go let on. Me let me tell you something. I have been furious, furious with Ben Shapiro for a long time. When a lot of the people on the right were saying how great he is that he's, you know, debating 17-year-olds in college and making them look stupid, you know, very good job. <laughs> uh, well, they're still when, taller than him now. <laughs> he's only two and a half Rogan's tall. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Well, when, when people were saying how great he is for that, I was saying, did you guys miss the part where he tried to throw Trump's campaign manager under the bus and say that he assaulted uh, a woman that and it didn't happen? You know, the guy has been subversive from day one of the whole MAGA campaign. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I mean, he was telling people right towards the end of the whole uh, 2016 election, don't vote or I'm not going to vote for, for Donald Trump. If everybody that listened to him didn't vote and stayed home like he said he was going to do, then you'd have Hillary Clinton as president. So who does he really serve? Well, that's that's by design. A lot of these conservatives act. That is why I'm not on board a lot of this stuff anymore, because to me, they act like the Washington generals when they play the um, the Globetrotters like. They're, they lose on purpose. They're the they're the intentional buffoon. Or they're like, really? So I guess we're just raping kids now? Really? Really? <laughs> there times. There's no, there's no, you know, if you care about America, you gotta you gotta support Trump in that issue. You know, that was a, a we could be at war with Russia right now if that vile cunt uh, got elected. And you and you know, perfection's the enemy of the good. So, you know, this is so. I'm just trying to one thing I'm trying to explain to you and to Jews in general is. Uh, people like me have an Im almost impossible time figuring out who Jews are. Like, for example, uh, Randy Van Garden is the head of the Federation of Teachers. She's a lesbian, and she's directly responsible for pushing homosexual curriculum on children as young as eight. And then when people are like, yeah, but that's a not a real Jew, she's mar fake married, nonsense married to a rabbi named Killenberg. So it's like dudes like me. That's why th this... Stuff about anti-Semitism, you know, I'm, I'm anti-submission. I'm anti, you know, I'm anti-nonsense. And okay. so even Semitism, like Arabs are Semitic. Let me, let me jump in. Let me jump in. You threw a lot out there. So when you're saying, are, are these people real Jews or not? Like, right. look, look at all of the, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to point fingers at anybody. Point when, fingers, bro. Come on. 2019. When you, look at, <laughs> when you look at the Catholic church, all right, there's a lot of rape. Okay, so would you say, well, those people, those people aren't real Christians. Those people aren't real Catholics. You could say that. I can explain that. Go ahead. This is the difference, and I mean this. It's because the Bible, the New Testament, the gospel is an ideal that we can't reach, but we really want to. 
The Talmud is like a 4,000 year, like, you know, soap opera of Kardashian questioning non, uh, no offense. I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful. This is from an outside point of view that can't read Hebrew or doesn't know the, like to us, it's like unlimited fractal questioning of everything and contradictions and stuff. So that's why I'm not going to just be like, this line's in the Talmud, fuck Jews. Because like, I'm starting to understand the Talmud isn't like the New Testament. So you can define what Christian is very easily and then say, if you do that, you aren't Christian because Jesus said this, this, this. And this is one thing I noticed about the Talmud when, because I, I figured I, I, everyone has an agenda these days, rather even some Jews are trying to burn Jews and all this stuff. So I, I genuinely reached out and was like, please help me understand the Talmud because when people say it's out of context, you know, it's in Hebrew. That's very sneaky and passive aggressive. Like I can't learn Hebrew. So it's like, um, I, I realized it's a never ending discussion and not an ideal. And that's why, you know, um, Christians can actually identify like the Pope isn't Christian. And it's because you can see that he's not following the doctrine of Christianity for, for Jews. One thing I noticed was I'd be like, do you guys compare Gentiles to animals? And people didn't know right away. And that bothered me because it's like, maybe you did, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. You said you didn't. Some other dude said you did. There's no way for me to know. My problem is, you know, it, it's like, how do you not know that? It's almost like if your wife's like, did you cheat on me when I was pregnant? Being like, let me think about it. It's like, how do you not, you know, because there is a part of the Talmud, I believe, you can always correct me, I don't speak Hebrew, but it's, I feel like it's a bit of a sneaky move to not make it more available translated. But um, the Jews have three souls, Gentiles have two, and animals have one. Is that in there? Uh, no. Ah, are you sure? I'm 100%. And actually, there's five parts of the soul, Nefesh, Ruach, uh, Neshama, Yechida, and there's another one. Anyway, there's there's five parts of the soul. Anybody can connect to all five parts of the soul. And this is some of the stuff I wanted to talk you to you to about. Clip okay. your dicks? Do you have to clip your dick? What if you don't clip your dick? Okay, so do you believe in original sin? Yes. Okay, so original sin, everybody connected to negativity, essentially. We were all one soul. Everybody connected to negativity. But taking a bite of the apple that's a metaphor. It's essentially sleeping with the devil is what, what, what that whole original sin was. And so you're removing the negativity from that. But that's why you do the circumcision. And uh, you, you don't bite off the any part of the skin, by the way. That's not that. No, there were moils have done that. But I saw like the vast majority of Jews. And there's some yeah, there's some moils that literally I've seen the stories. There's some moils that they had herpes and they did this. And you have to be an insane person to do right. that. No, no, there's no, people that are doing wrong. That's not what they're supposed to do. Right out. No, I retracted full blown. I like when the majority of Jews is like that grossed all of us out. I'm like, all right, I'll retract. Because, <laughs> but it's when it's like there's no cohesion. And 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 I know you're frustrated with it too. So because you seem like you're pretty connected to like this is a desk, you know, that gas attack, that there's no you know, but so much of this seems so uh, nonsense driven because when you look at, you know, uh, the lobbyists for abortion, the lobbyists for gay marriage, you know, the heads of NBC, CBS, Sumner, uh, uh, CNN, Avi Novo, Jeff, Jeff Zucker, Viacom, Sumner Redstone, like the, yeah. industry, the fact that like it, it's um, it, it gets so aggressive that the average American now, especially that we can't self-protect, 
And like when we saw that uh, Blasi Ford thing, that was very eye-opening. When we have four Jews on the Supreme Court, it's 44% of our Supreme Court is Jews in a population of 1% where no one can agree what the fuck a Jew is. And then Feinstein with dual citizenship is trying to trade, uh, uh, derail our guy with fake rape, rape allegations. And for, um, you know, simple Gentiles like myself, we're like, who the fuck are these Jews? And then it's like George Soros. It's like, it's not his real name. It's, he's not Greek. It's Schwartz. He just got kicked out of Hungary. And I'm seeing like the leftist Jews giving him awards for being like an awesome Jew and, and rational people like you being like, no, that guy's obviously uh, Satan and he's pretending to be a Jew to avoid uh, responsibility. And you have to understand like that isn't our culture at all to the point where we're like, you guys need a decoder ring or else we're going to start getting real pissed off. Well, that's why that's why I'm here. And I saw listen, I was listening to a lot of your streams. And when you were calling out the disproportionate amount of Jews in the globalist agenda, you know, I was happy for that because I want that to be called out. You know what I mean? There is a lot that you were saying that I was glad you're having the conversation. That's why I'm doing this, because I think you had your finger right on the pulse of stuff that's got to be discussed. I want to talk about the disproportionate amount of Jews and all that. But you, you've been talking about the Talmud. We got to get there because I mean, well, let's, you said, go, let's go Talmud. Let's go Talmud. So, uh, yeah, let's definitely do Talmud because that was the one button that some Jews in my life that I have deep trust and respect with. And I know they're not messing with me. We're like, you messed that line up a lot. Um, is there anything about Jesus burning in feces? Okay, so the thing about Jesus burning in a vat, all right? This is what I told Anomaly the other day, too. Not everything put in the Talmud was put there by righteous people, just like there were books hidden from Christians by the Catholic Church over the centuries. There was stuff that some stuff that was added to the Talmud that is not correct. So them saying that about Jesus, that's wrong, okay? So that should never, if that's in there, that should never be in there, all right? Yeah, and like I'd be more compassionate if it wasn't for like the BDS stuff and the war stuff where it's like, oh, some rogue Jew 2,000 years ago spiraled. I get that. The thing that bothered me the most is like non-Jews are this and Jews are this. Like these are rape laws. It reminds okay. me of Islam a little bit and it freaked me the fuck out. Like no something. I want to say this real quick and I'll go to Andrew. Um you know, everybody everybody talks about the Muslim ideology and Islam ideology, and it it gets uncomfortable, but right-wingers have no problem doing that. Everybody shits on Christians and Catholics all day. That's totally fine. It's free speech, America. But I did find once I started seeing these patterns, uh, nobody really knows. That's why we're having this conversation, because it's like, the like if the ideology is inherently similar to, say, Islam, I'm not saying it is, it's no, got to be at least discussed. Or, yeah. Had to find a flying horse. Like I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the same, but I, you know what I'm saying. It's like we know the ideology of a Christian, roughly. We know the ideology of Islam. There's no one having these kind of discussions to really yeah. get it out there. So it builds a lot of distrust and hate. Which exactly. Builds it builds anti-Semitism, and then like Hasidic Jews get their brains beaten in New York City because all these bad, you know, not really smart Jewish people are lobbying to bring in. So it's become a mess, and they get mad. But it's like. These are, this is why we're saying it, because we that know there's good retard, people. But. Uh, and all these retards don't understand how much support I get from dudes like him, where it's like, yeah, call this out so people don't have this massive unrest. But the whole not real Jew thing is almost like when Muslims say, you know, after a terrorist attack, they're like, well, that's not Islam. And you're like, he, he screamed, this is Islam right before he did it. You know, it's like Woody Allen was, was banging his daughter and like other Jews are giving him golden statues and shit. And I'm like, where's the condemnation? Because that's the thing, the problem I have with Islam. is like when someone 
does a suicide bombing or something, condemn that. You know, like what I do with the Catholic Church, where it's like, that cardinal's a fucking pedophile. It's going to burn in hell. It's like, don't be like, you know, it's kind of one of your commandments I know is to not call out other Jews because of the burning down the temple or something. One of my buddies explained that to me, you know, to keep the cohesion. Um, I think that's death. I break that one. I was going to say, I, I, you know, I know I'm supposed to not do that, but I kind of do that. Like, I enjoy your Shapiro impression. I thought that was very funny. But, okay, I'm not saying that the, the people on the left, I'm not saying they're not Jews. I'm saying they're atheists. So, yeah, they're a Jew, but they're an atheist. And the athe- a lot of the godless people on the left, that's how you get Venezuela. They try to bring in communism, but they're godless. That's not going to work. You try to bring in communism in Cuba, but you're godless atheists. That's not going to work. Is it so, God with the right-wing Jews? Like, is, is it like the Christian God the Father, or is it a different sneaky God that we don't understand? There's only one God, brother. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, talking about, like, when you want to talk about the Rothschilds and all these people, are they Jews too? Yeah, but they don't They don't pray to God. They try and connect to Satan. So, you know, like, on an image of Christ to a tuba sound, and everyone's like, oh, that's a, that's a Jew. He's pissing on Christ, and then we're not allowed to be like, what the fuck's going on with the Jews? And everyone's like, you can go to jail for that shit. And one of the things I love about the Jewish culture is the questioning, the debating. You know, my dad's a rhetoric professor, so it's in my blood to be like, well, what is that? What it, like, just to question and, you know, work at something until you're kind of insane. But I respect that about Jews. And so when they're not, when they're not allowing people like us to be like, how'd you come up with six million? You know, and you know, you end up going to prison for that. That's crazy. That sounds to me like that 97% climate change shit. And I'm not saying I'm an expert on any of this, but like you have to be able to be like, how'd you come up with the number? And people being like, how dare you? It's like, I mean, I'm I'm part of many cultures that have had genocides. I mean, we're just curious people. We're what the yeah. fuck there. I have no problem with people questioning the six million number. I've heard people talk about that. I have I don't have a problem with people talking about that. I think when people say that, you know, no Jews were killed, that's pretty insane because I know a lot, not a lot of people. But it think. shouldn't be illegal. No, it definitely shouldn't be illegal. Yeah, and I, think that's, I, I don't think Larry David should go to prison for a distasteful joke or no. uh, South Park. Like one of the reasons that South Park has done some very, um, uh, you know, put Christ in some pretty uh, uh, crazy positions is because they'll they'll attack everyone just as hard, which gives me peace where I'm like, okay, there's no agenda there. That's one reason why I'm focusing so hard on Jews right now is because I'm getting flack. And yeah, what I don't, I don't want to be a sacred cow. I don't want to be a protected class. Exactly. I want people to say, hey, Jews are doing this wrong. Jews are doing this right. If you don't have the discussion in the community, it stultifies the community. It makes the community literally retarded. So I'm happy for us to have this discussion. This is a wonderful thing. But since we're having this discussion, I will now do the deep download on the Talmud. Are you ready? Please don't interrupt. There's a lot to get through on this stuff. Is it illegal if I interrupt or no? Just kidding. You will go to prison if you interrupt me. No. Is it like 3 million or 8 million? I don't know. How many million? Anyway, go ahead. 12 million. You know, no one ever talks about the 6 million gypsies that are reportedly killed too. The the 6 million gypsies that were reportedly killed by Hitler, that's also pretty bad. Anyway, that's... Where there was nine gay guys. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I mean, that whole thing was like 80 million death to the point where, you know, I read a, and then I'll let you go, I promise. But uh, I read a Pew Research study that 71% of Jews in America say the number one thing that makes them Jewish is acknowledging the Holocaust. 
That's literally like a woman being like, the fact I was raped is why I'm a woman. It's insane. And I think it has a negative effect on your culture to constantly relive trauma and be like, they hated you guys so bad. Where the Irish got starved and enslaved and shit, and they were like, let's drink, you know? Yeah. When I start, when I started really studying, I used to be an agnostic person, and I found a path. And when I really started studying, the first thing they told me is there's no such thing as a victim. So I, I always say I'm not a victim. Jews are not victims. Good for you, man. And I tell the story actually. Uh, let, let me let me hold that back a little bit. Well, just tell the story. All right. So before the Holocaust, my teacher's teacher's teacher. All right. He told the Jews of Europe, you have to share this book. This is the Zohar. This is the deepest study of the Torah. OK. And my, you know, my teacher's teacher's teacher told the Jews of Europe, you got to share that book or there's going to be a t catastrophe. There's a black cloud over Europe. That book is literally the Holy Grail. If you look into the scholarship, of what the Holy Grail is, you'll find that book. It, I, I could talk about that book for a long time. But the point is. Jews, Jews, if they had been more sharing, if they had been more loving, if they had shared that book, we wouldn't have got the Holocaust. And so I want to I want to destroy this pattern that's been going on for centuries. Everybody always talks about the Jews getting kicked out of country after country after country. The, we're not we need to break the pattern and actually connect to the soul of the Torah, which isn't done. And now let me get into the Talmud. This is what I want to talk about. OK, nine countries is crazy. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. The Torah is not supposed to be taken literally. The sages of the Torah say that people that take the Torah literally, it'd be better if they weren't born. That's how important it is not to just look at the Torah and take it literally. The Talmud is a level of interpretation of the Torah. And so when you look at some of those passages you were looking at, like the, the one that was a little bit doctored, it wasn't even correct, saying that... Um, sex with a child is permissible. Okay, that was a doctored quote. And so even on its face in the Torah, I mean, in the Talmud, it doesn't say that. It's actually talking about the penalties for bestiality and homosexuality. And it was saying on its face that uh, a child wouldn't be punished for the for the homosexuality at a certain age, but it doesn't even mean that, okay? There's layers of meaning. And if you don't understand this stuff, you're missing the whole thing. And the problem, a lot of people don't do this deep dive and they're not actually figuring this stuff out. So let me let me explain what I mean. All right. They say there's a verse, an ox and a donkey cannot plow the field together. OK, what the hell does that have to do with anything? Why? Why do you care about an ox and a donkey plowing a field together? And that's a that's a, 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 a verse. That's Torah study. Okay? Oh, I agree with it. Multiculturalism is shit. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, my God. So the ox and the donkey do not mean an ox and a donkey. It has nothing to do with an ox and a donkey. Not the ox, by the way. Go yeah. ahead. It's, co it's coded language. I know. It's so, sneaky. Go ahead. Sneaky. The word for donkey is hamor. The word for matter, all physical matter, is homer. All right? It's the same root letters. The word ox, what it's really meaning, there is levels of negative energy. Okay, and so this verse saying uh, an ox and a donkey cannot plow the field together, it's really saying if you take your desire to receive for the self alone and you apply it to your life, all the result will be death. That's what it really means. It's a positive interpretation. Like it's kind of like you guys said, uh, leave 
a third of the field hollow, and then you have fucking sidebirds that go to your ass. I mean, you guys are taking some leaps. Well, you need to you need to realize there's there's a big schism in this community. There's people that oh, I know. Just like there's the Westboro Baptist Church. You yeah, know what I mean? They're not Christian, though. You can definitively say they're not following Christianity. Right, but you could say the same thing about a lot of Jews that they don't understand what their own, what our own, what the book is saying. They don't get it. They're not, they're, they're missing the story. Monkey and an ox and said it's about vibrations. Yes. I got, I got a question real quick. Andrew, I got a question. So when I talk to my friend who's Muslim and he's a great guy, uh, he tells me like in Pakistan and in Iran, he's like, most of Muslims feel this certain way. So they say like, you know, not all Muslims feel that way, of course, but he's, he's willing to admit as a Muslim, like, 40, 50% of people do feel this way on the extreme end. Like they won't do it, but they're okay with it. So my question to you is like, I understand it's not everybody, but do you have a percentage of Jewish people that believe in every word of the Talmud or maybe follow that? Because my friend's like, I don't believe in that, but he's willing to be like, well, I think it's a high percentage. That's a great question. I knew you were going to ask me that. And I was thinking about it. I don't know the percentage of people that literally take the Talmud literally and don't understand that there's deeper layers of meaning. I don't know the number. I would say that it's uh, it's way too high, whatever the number is. Okay, I don't know what the number is, but it's definitely way too high. And you have to understand, again, there's Jews that are reform. Reform is essentially atheist. Okay, I mean, I was raised in a conservative synagogue, and that, that movement was also founded by atheists. So wouldn't you... When you throw out the reform and the conservative, which is mostly atheists, they, they, they think it's all fairy tales. They don't believe in any of it. Then you get to the Orthodox, and then you get a whole split, a whole schism of people that think all kind of different things, people that listen to different teachers. And so you're getting a wide diversity of opinion, a lot of which is wrong, and they don't understand what they're talking about. My teachers got beat up in Israel for sharing this book for sharing the Zohar decades ago. They got beat up for sharing that because a lot of religious fanatics think that you have to be 40 years old and married and a man and a Jew to study that book. That was overturned, that prohibition was overturned 500 years ago by a guy named Avraham Azulai, okay? And when Jews and Christians studied it together, when Jews and Christians studied this together in Europe in the 1500s, 1600s, that's when you got the Enlightenment. Isaac Newton's copy of that book is in Oxford. Dude, I, um, it sounds exhausting being Jewish. You're, <laughs> like you're wading through all this shit. Because I can tell you're a dude trying to like, uh, you know, have boundaries and respect people and figure out. Like it's obvious. You wouldn't have this conversation if not. There's sneaky people are like, you know, I'll call you. I, I don't want to text. And obviously I won't do a stream. I'm like, I get it. You're a liar. But so I can obviously tell your sincerity, but understand just how confusing this is. Because then you bring up the Kabbalah, which is what Hollywood is, is embracing with Jews. And that's like fucking magic. And so okay. if what I, is this? I, I'm so glad you said that because this is a, is a whore. I, <laughs> I talked to a guy named Adam Green, who is a big fan of David Duke. And he had this question for me as well, because he said, oh, I'm wearing the red string. I've got a Zohar. This is actually where most Kabbalah comes from. Kabbalah means different things to different people. They of even it does. They this even is exhausting. Go on. They, they even spell it. They even spell it differently. Okay, know, like so Yahshua versus Yahshua, rather than Isaac. It's. it's a, I, I, I've been trying hard to figure this shit out. It's like Dungeons and Dragons for fucking with bombs. 
It's insane. I've been, I've been studying this stuff for 10 years. I went to a, I went to a synagogue uh, as a kid, you know, for a long time. And I didn't even get to base one on any of this stuff. I've been studying this stuff for 10 years now. Is that by design for control? Because it's like I, I have a lot of respect for bears as animals. And they muddy the water so they can easily eat fish. And I know that a lot of these things are affecting Jews more than anyone. And that's why I've gotten such a good feedback about asking these questions. Because a lot of people are like, why is everyone getting pissed at us again? Oh, fuck, it's happening again. It's like, why is it so topsy-turvy where no one can fully define, you know, like you got the, that book and other people are like, Kabbalah, that's Jewish. And other people are like, lesbianism, you got to abort. And everyone's like, and we're not allowed to criticize any of it, even though Sem Semites include Arabs. So anti-Semitism is a nonsense word. Yeah, that word was probably designed so that people wouldn't say hatred of Jews, because even if you're trying to call out hatred of Jews, you're then propagating the term hatred of Jews. So that's some good Jew wizardry, Owen. That's excellent Jew wizardry. I, I want to say that. Anti-semantic. No, I got a great pun, Anomaly. It's anti-semantic. Yeah, that's funny. Well, uh, the ADL was made, uh, founded in 1913, this, like two months before uh, or two months after the Federal Reserve. So very interesting time in there. And I want to say, too, I, um, Imam Tawhidi, I'm just making the comparisons because it's like certain religions. I know they're totally different, but Imam Tawhidi, he's a Muslim. He's a Muslim reformer who um, he says that the actual Quran isn't where a lot of the bad stuff is. He says it's like this other book. I forget the name of it. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's not bad, but he says the real, like the worst of the worst, is in the side book, and he calls that out. Would you say that's comparable to the Torah versus the Talmud, or no? No, the Talmud. The Talmud is just uh, a lot of times misunderstood. I don't know if he's right about the hadiths or not, but I've thought about that. The hadiths, yeah, that's it. But I've thought about that before, that him explaining what real Islam is supposed to be to people, and maybe he'll lead the reformation of Islam. I hope he does, because I've talked to him before. He's an incredible guy. I tried to set up a debate with him and one of the big imams in Michigan on Cernovich News, actually, because I think Islam needs to have their reformation. There's no I, reformation for Islam. It's impossible. The whole thing is designed by a warlord on a flying horse who banged a nine-year-old. The whole thing is fundamentally... It's that's like, the thing. Imam... Imam Tahiti will tell you that that's not true, that that, that that she wasn't nine, and that that whole thing... He's a liar, then. He's lying. He's doing the trickery stuff. It's like, well, the interpretation of I fucked a nine-year-old is really everyone gets along. We're not buying it. Okay. Well, it's going to take, it's gonna take some people in, Islam, internally. Islam means it might take submit. It means to submit. The, the beauty of Israel means wrestle with God, which, which people relate to, that like freedom, you know, where it's like wrestle with God a little, like... Figure it out. Struggle with it. Have you, have you, but respect. Islam means to submit. It's uh, like, do you, do you think, uh, do you think it needs people on the inside to kind of reform it though? Because there's, I, I think like two, there's, I don't know, but there's 2 billion people on the planet that, uh, that's their ideology. So it's like a lot of things about it that are very effective and very, uh, and they're doing things that Christians don't do anymore. Cause a lot of Christians have the same problem as Jews. They're like the Anglicans, most Catholics are all atheists. It's like, the Muslims understand how to keep a family intact, how to uh, condemn sodomy, and how to just grow. You know, the, the, as crazy and goat fucky as they can be, it's like they oddly were the only ones to call out the LGBT bullshit in, in England. Well, all the Christians whacked off in their basements, you know, <laughs> it's like that's those are the moments where I'm like, 
Like Ilhan Omar, I can't stand people like that. Like I don't want anyone in Congress that, that, that doesn't that wants to swear in a Koran. That's nonsense. A caliphate goes against everything that that we have in America. That's in, but she's the only one calling out the the BDS, which is like I'm like, uh, hey conservatives, you can't make it illegal to boycott something in America. We're founded on boycotting shit. I agree with that. By the way, I don't think there should be any laws. If you want to boycott Israel, you have a right. Um, I don't think there should be any laws uh, preventing speech against. If you want to say the Holocaust is fake, that's your right. Nobody should be thrown in prison for anything nine like. Guys, it was nine gay guys. I know what happened, but it wasn't as big as everyone says. <laughs> okay. That's a joke. Uh, I'm allowed to do that without going to jail. I don't want to put you in jail for that. That's fine. But um, good guy. I'm talking about all the other ones though. The, the uh, mean. Well, listen, this is what this is why this is one of the reasons I want to have this conversation, because there is a lot that needs to be discussed. And I think the more it's just do you know how many Jews contacted me and told me not to come on this stream today? They said, you can't talk to Owen. Do you know what he said? And I, I would say to those people, do you know how much is not being discussed in our community? At least own, Owen, they're digging their own graves like they did last time. And I, at I, least, I do not want that. My hometown is the only town in all of America to take in Jews during the Holocaust. So it's like, I know the cowardice of people. Like I had pride in that growing up. We all did. And we're all white Catholics. We're like, man, we actually brought in Jews while the other faggots let him die. So it's like, I know the cowardice of people. A lot of these Jews have internalized their victimhood to the point where they're like, don't talk to Owen. You want to know what it reminds me of? The pedophiles from my hometown, when I would point it out and be like, why is that kid always got a black eye and gets real jumpy? And why is his dad? And people would be like, you are a sick boy. And I'm like, that, that doesn't work on me, man. For whatever reason, it just doesn't. When people call me hateful, I'm so tuned in to myself that I know I'm not motivated by hate. I, I'm not happy about some of these realizations of like freedom and our connection with war and stuff like that. This is making my life very uncomfortable. Like I have tons of Jewish friends. I'm in the entertainment business. This is not like a, a good branding move, it, but it's true. <laughs> And it's like what I'm, I'm not saying what I said about the Talmud is true. What, what, what's true is there's a lot of mystery in, going on. And there's Jews that are hurting other Jews and using the anti-Semitism shield as their satanic asses cash in on just unending debt and war. And, and I see that more than a lot of other people do. That's why every time I talk about the Jews, I say, you know, build yourself. Do not hurt people. Like individuals are different than this and we all don't know. Because I know how many Jews suffer for um, the, the oligarchs, you know, and and the only way to survive is to talk it out and face uncomfortable truths. It's well, like, I, go ahead. I hope we. I, I hope this, this conversation, even if we go, if we went for three hours today, this conversation could go for hundreds of hours. I just I hope that Talmud, you guys never end. I'm just joking. I, I just hope that we keep having the conversation because there are a lot of people out there. They don't get to see anybody like me because it doesn't make money for anybody. Listening exactly. to somebody like me, it's not making money for anybody's political agenda. It's not making money for people's religious agenda. So they're not, you're not going to hear voices like this unless you've got independent media like you have your channel. So I hope that we keep this conversation going. And when you talk about Jews, you know, why, why is it so secretive? Why, why did they muddy the waters? There are people that put their ego above the word of God in order to put themselves in a position of power. That has happened several times over and over again. Yeah. And so 
when you when you're talking about this in a way you're you're helping the Jew the Jews more than just about anybody by talk calling this out because you're giving people a, a chance to see what's really going on by having this conversation with me. So I really I really appreciate doing this. No, I love it. I feel that way about E. Michael Jones with Catholicism. Like as much as I rip on Jews, I've had a, a huge chunk of my life where I'm like Catholicism is evil because I was raised Catholic and there's a bunch of just disgusting, lying, hypocritical. That's why I wasn't Christian for like 20 years. I associated Christianity with a manipulative lie and and um, sexual deviancy. Like I used to do a, a bit where I'm like, you know, I should have seen, um, I was an altar boy. You know, they told me to wear a dress, light a candle and drink some wine. I should have known I was on a date, ha, you know? But then E. Michael Jones has so much passion for Catholicism and calls them out as sodomites and liars. And it made me like respect Catholics again, even though, because he was capable of being like, these people are sodomites. They were hijacked, feminism. And I'm like, finally, just say it. Like, just let us heal. Like there's been horror in this church. And just finally, it's kind of like what you're doing. It's like, admit that, that Syria isn't for us, that this isn't a threat to us. No. You know, admit that like sodomy in schools is bad. I don't care if, you know, like the, the Girl Scouts or the Boy, the Boy Scouts, their new head or whatever was a Jewish woman who brought in girls and everyone's like, what the fuck? And, and people like me and my friends, you know, I hang out with a lot of like, um, you know, truckers, construction guys. We don't have a natural tendency to not like Jews. That's a made up thing for most people. It's when it's so repetitive, like Soros, you know, Katzenberg, Spielberg, Weinstein. You're just like, and then you see like uh, the Supreme Court shit and then the Israel shit. And we're just like, is there a thing going on? So the fact that you can face up to some of this shit is extremely helpful for your people. And all these people saying, don't talk to Owen, they're fucking cowards. And they might as well dig their own graves. That's, I mean, you nailed it. And that's a large part of the reason why I'm doing this. Because even the people that, you know, they're being cowardly and they don't want me to talk to you. I still want mercy for them. I don't want them to suffer even from their own actions. And I especially don't want the people that I love to suffer from their cowardice and they're not calling out. You know, the Rothschilds are obviously doing bad things. Yeah, a lot of the banking families are obviously doing bad things. A lot of the atheist Jews in the media are doing a lot of bad things. And so it's important to call out trends. I wouldn't say to people, you can't call out any, uh, any Islamic terrorism because that's Islamophobic. No, that's stupid and that's, that's suicidal. You have to call out negative trends so that you can fix things. If you don't get to the root of a problem, you can't fix things. Exactly. And talking about getting to the root of the problem, okay, Judaism, is, Judaism is man-made. The Torah is divine. And so over the centuries, just like in the Catholic Church, things have been corrupted. If you look in the Torah, you won't find the word Jew. The word Jewish people is never in there. It was given... The Torah was really given to everybody, but it was given to Israelites. Israelites. Israelites are people that live by a three-column system, okay? And that lets you understand a fundamental understanding of this world. Proton, electron, and neutron. Every single atom, right, left, and central. And, and this is really what it is. The proton is positive. That's sharing. We all have a sharing aspect. We want to share. Why'd that Jew Einstein have to split that atom and kill all those Japs? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think uh, I think Einstein uh, 
For Oppenheimer, the other Jew that designed the bomb. I'm yeah, just joking. Go on. Yeah, I don't want to say. Yeah, 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 all right. No, it's fine. I'm just joking. I'm literally just just doing funny stuff. Go on. I know. The the uh, the the electron is the energy of receiving negative negativity. So and then the neutron is in the middle. It's restriction. It's the balance. It's Which one? That is the neutron. Which and one? So, yeah, neutral. Got it. So the neutron, it's the, it's really the desire to receive for the sake of sharing. If you look in a light bulb, it's got positive pole, negative pole, and the filament. And that filament is what creates the resistance that makes the electricity happen. And so Israelites are people that want to be that, that central column, that want to, to transform their desire to receive for the self alone into the desire to receive for the sake of sharing. That's, that's what an Israelite is. It's being balanced. And when we're out of balance, that's why even nature comes against us and we get all kinds of earthquakes all around the world because the inner, the inner energy intelligence of nature, when our consciousness is corrupted, we affect the entire planet. And so the whole thing about the Torah is there's a system there how to live life without chaos. The Talmud, when it's referring to um, people as animals, by the way, and even, by the way, even on the um, basic level, it doesn't call people that aren't Jews um, animals. It doesn't. It doesn't say that. It doesn't compare them to that. But but there's your friends might have been afraid to talk to you because maybe they think that's what it says. Okay, but it doesn't say that. All right. It it doesn't even say that on its face. But going deeper than what it says on its face, you're supposed to look at the the real meaning of that. The Talmud, when you're referring to things like uh, the beast soul of things like animals, when anybody acts with your desire. Uh, without care for the needs of other people. I just want to take, it's all for me. I want to have a hundred yachts and I don't care if anybody else is poor. That's connecting to your, the animal nature in every single person. Everybody has that aspect of themselves. And that's what it's talking about. Those five parts of the soul that we were talking about, anybody can only be connected to that nephesh, that lowest part of the soul that's just that's in the blood that connects with the physicality and the spiritual world. Anybody can do that, and that's that's the problem. That's what we all need to rise above. And this has nothing to do with religion. This is what's going on in the world. If you connect with the consciousness of just the body, I want, I take for myself, then you are creating the, the beast spirit. That can be anybody, and then you're not an Israelite. That's anybody. That's any single person. And so I, I know I'm ranting a little bit, but when you get a- saying some true shit, man. I think a lot of people relate to that because it's like the, the root of evil is like, I'm a special boy. I want, I, you know, and, and that, that four tiered system, I totally agree with that. It's like, I mean, I don't, I don't fully understand it, but I know what you're saying where it's like, everyone has that gnawing thing, that original sin of like, I am, I am, you know? And that's why the, I'll just go on a weird sidetrack. That's why Apple I think is so creepy because the lowercase I before every product is what is happening to human beings. It's the irrelevant narcissist, lowercase I, you know, it's like, I matter, but no one sees you. This is my theory about the Talmud. I think it's almost like an inkblot test where a dude like you with good intentions and a wife you clearly love, like I could just tell by how you just referred to her. You look at like a donkey and a fucking mule and you're like, this means good shit. Someone else is like, this means horror because it's vague. You know, it's like E. Cummings and, and some modern art and shit. Like some people look at Jackson Pollock and they're like, I see my mother's eyes. And other people are like, genocide. It's like interpretations can be kind of dangerous. That's why I, I don't like theology and Christianity. I don't like, I, I, I try to live, um, forgive 
uh, my sins, but try to change and be better and stuff. But I don't like that meticulous analysis of like, you know, like what did Timothy mean? And I, I feel like you almost get lost in the truth. And by the end, you're just like, the well, world's upside down, you know? This is this is the gift that Jesus gave to the world. If you study the deepest levels of Judaism, if you study actual Kabbalah, you study the real soul level of the Torah, you study the soul of the Bible, what you get is exactly what Jesus gave to the world, okay? He took all, he, he took all of this complex calculus written on all these whiteboards and all this, this book, the Zohar, this is one volume. There's 23 volumes of this. Okay, and even that, there's books that explain all of that. Okay, so he took all of he took all of this calculus and he made it simple for the entire world, and that's why the world loves Jesus. He gave all this calculus and he made it E equals MC squared, so everybody can connect to the blessings, and that's why he's he was a righteous man. And anybody that says differently is crazy. Look at the modern world. The world was full of societies that were full of cannibals before Christianity came and brought blessings and connection to God. So anybody that says Christianity is, is evil or something like that. They don't know what they're talking about and they don't appreciate the modern world and all the blessings that we have. That's an amazing point. I think that'll make people really relate to you more that you appreciate Jesus because a lot of Christians feel a sense of hostility because they see the Sarah Silverman saying that they'll kill Jesus again if he comes back and all the Jews clap and, and then people are pissing on, you know, and, and we're like, do you hate him? You know, and that's when we start believing um interpretations or whatever of the talmud about like you know he's burning in a lake of feces and he was uh pantera rape mary and all this we only believe that we would never even believe that that that, that was possible unless you we saw these jews just demeaning jesus well, i think i think you called it out before you said like oh the identity of the jews is that they hate jesus that's not true but for some jews it yeah. is all right. Go, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. For, for some Jews, that is their only identity because they don't believe in God. So they say, well, what makes me different from a Christian? I don't connect to the Zohar or the Torah. I don't I don't know anything about really being a Jew. Uh, the only thing that makes me really different from Christians is I don't believe in Jesus because I have atheist friends that are Christian atheists is like the way they see their friends. But I'm a Jewish atheist. So what makes me different is I don't believe in Jesus. And that's what they, they think they're special for not believing in Jesus. Like, like it's so stupid. Like they like they think yeah. like it's like a five year old mentality. Like they figured out Santa Claus isn't real, and that makes them smart. It's so puerile. It's so childish. I want to say something real quick. Real quick, anomaly, because I I forget yeah. shit. No, go ahead. It's so frustrating to me when people act like religion is a crutch. I'm sure you face the same thing where it's like, oh, well, you got your magic sky daddy to help you when you're sad. It's such a burden. To actually believe that there's truth in this world and like our sins matter. It's like your whole life takes on way more responsibility. And that's why what you're talking about, like, I don't believe in Jesus. It's like, good for you. Good for rejecting. <laughs> it's like saying, I don't believe in being a father. I'm Audi 5000. I'm the man. It's like, fuck you. And there's people that, live, there's people that live like that. 70% of Jews apparently in LA and New York. Yeah. All right, I want to say, I want to say, Andrew, I really like the part you said about the planet. Like we're spiritually, mentally, our culture is disgusting. And I feel like that does cause a lot of problems on earth. A lot of people say climate change. It's like, what about the fact that we're spiraling our culture? What Owen sees and what I see and what a lot of people on the right, some on the left, but mostly on the right, what we really see, and I want to see what you say about this is like, all right, clearly someone's trying to subvert our culture, which was Christian founded, you know, basic values 
white European, but other people living in a free society, free speech, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment, all the amendments. And what I see is in media, in pornography, in film, entertainment, banking, all this, it's like one to two percent of the population, which is the, the Jewish people, are like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 percent in power. And it's like once you start doing deep dive Wikipedia, it's like, oh, Jewish, wasn't Jewish, married someone Jewish, converted to Judaism. So it's I know that there's Russia. I know that there's China, Saudi Arabia. There's a lot of people. But what we're, I guess, afraid of or at least concerned of is that it seems like a lot of high level, high power people in Jewish positions are subverting our culture in almost every way and crushing the uh, American or the white person, whatever you'd want to say, where it's like everyone has a victim card except for a Christian and a white, which obviously abortion, you combine all these things at once, it looks like they're just trying to basically kill off America and kill off the white race. So I'm not saying it's specifically the Jew, but it's like when you look at these power positions and then they say that they're white and people just consider them white, like the black community will be like, oh, it's just white people, it's all white people. But then you compliment a Jewish person and they say, oh, don't even compliment a Jewish person. But then you call that Jewish person white and they'll be like, whoa, I'm not white. Shape Where it's like, it's a race. Shapeshifter. That? They're shape yeah, well, no. Well, no. <laughs> so no, I guess that's, 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 that's my question to Andrew. I want to see what he says where it's like, I'm, you know, I have a lot of great Jewish friends that understand what's up, but it does seem like even the Dave Rubens, the Ben Shapiro's, uh, when it comes to self-accountability and self-responsibility, they slide out of the way where it's like, are, you know, one of our concerns is like, are you guys just trying, not you, but is that an ideology thing? Is it a bad thing? And is it something that good Jewish people can call out? Because a lot of us are getting very, very concerned. And like Owen said, and others like, and you, we don't want bad things to happen to us, to Jewish people, to anybody. But it seems like at this, at this rate, something bad's going to happen to everybody. Violence hurts everybody. Like nobody wants, like that's an act of a desperate man. That's why talking out hard truths, it's getting your cavity filled so you don't lose your jaw. Go on. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm actually happy that for, for people that notice what's going on and they're not like cowards to call out, well, why is it such a disproportionate amount of Jews and the globalists? I'm happy for people to call that out because then it allows for real conversation. So are you allowed to talk about this? Absolutely. And as far as um, I don't know if you want a victim card, but I will. Ha I've seen what's happening in South Africa. I've seen what's happening in the media. Obviously, white men and Christians are number one public enemy number one. So if you want, I'm going to hand you both a victim card. You can each have it. You know, I don't need a victim. I, don't need a victim. I, I think it. I, I think it's a compliment. Like I would be. This is the horrifying thing about the word nigger. It's like people say n word, and it's like I probably said nigger four times in my life before a year ago. Like, I don't care about the word. It's a nonsense word. It's stupid. But there was so much flack over it. And this is what really bothered me about it is when people say, well, you're, he's black so he can say it. And I said, I would be like, if you really think that word is that dehumanizing, it shouldn't matter who says it. It's like, that's a bad word. And then I realized it's because they see black people as niggers. And that blew my mind. And it's like, wait a minute. So they can say it to each other. Why? I mean, it's still a horrifying word if you see that person as human. It's like, yeah, but they're niggers though. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. And so I, I go at the sacred cows. I'm a sacred cow slaughterhouse. And, and it's like, when you see that shit, if you talk it out, there's a good chance you start understanding. Like one thing I understand about some of the professions that Jews hold, um, they're nomadic, you know, a lot of, they're not farmers. I mean, this is another thing that makes people get a little resentful. It's like, 
Never met a Jewish janitor. Never met a Jewish, you know, farmer. All right. And then people will be like, yeah, it's because we're smart. And it's like, no, probably more likely you're like nomadic. That's something I can get behind so that we don't just think you like power and money. Because the highest IQ person in America is a farmer. If you're smart, you know to grow your own fucking food. You know, lawsuits are going to... They're not, our money is going to be worthless within 20 years. We can all see the right on the wall. So what is actually intelligent? And then, and so if you understand the, the history of, of uh, diaspora Jews, you can start being like, oh, they had to make money uh, without land because they're constantly moving and they're outsiders. That's a, a, a good starting place to understanding the culture versus just being like, apparently they're just smut and lie salesmen, you know? I want to say this. I'll, I'll give it over to Andrew. Like with the N word, it's not my thing. But Owen it makes a lot of good points with it, where he says, never, "No, no, I know, I know." I, I, you don't let me finish. You don't let me finish. I was saying, you say once you give up one word, you get, no, no. Listen, hear me out. Once you give up one word, you give up two words. You give up five words. You give up ten words. You give up a hundred words. It's clear that we're at that point. So I feel like that's your thing, where it's like that's what you're pointing out. The fact that I I don't want to give up free speech at all. It was a more of a compliment than like a condemning. But no, uh, with the said N word, which feeds into the beast. But I no, but that I'm, it's not my. That's I, I. just don't even. It's it's not worth it. But I get anomaly. Suffer for your freedom. <laughs> I want freedom. He was getting his fucking head chopped off. Uh, with the uh, the victim card thing too. I want to give it over to Andrew. I don't want a victim card at all. But what I'm saying is when it comes to Christians and white people in America or even in the world, I'm part Puerto Rican, so maybe I'll be spared or not. I'm not sure. Like a quarter, they'll chop off 75 percent of me. Either way, in general, if everyone has a victim card except for two groups and the, you know, everything's cr crashing down on them, what happens is only one group doesn't have free speech. Only one group gets censored. Only one group gets persecuted while everyone else has like this amenity card of like, or, or invincibility cloak where it's like, you could say anything, do anything you can do. And that, that's where we kind of, I don't want a victim card, but this, this legislation that's passing for everybody except for whites and Christians, to me, it just screams anti-free speech combined with abortion. It just seems to me like an agenda of crushing the group that founded this country of what is somewhat freedom? No, they're just, they're dismantling the protected class's ability to have a culture. That's the irony of all of this. Your freedom doesn't come from legislation. It comes from your ability to suffer. I'm dead serious. The Jews get it. It's like uh, the fact that they say that white male Christians don't need protection, ironically means they think we're more human, which I don't like. That's why I don't pull punches, because I don't think I'm genetically superior. I have in-group preference. I prefer to be around whites over 6'5". I get it. But, like, I don't think I'm superior to blacks or Jews. I mean, they're a little sneaky, but it's like I, I can't believe that I can mock Islam all day long with my neocon friends. And the minute I say anything about Jews, like little hats, they have little tiny hats, everyone's like, dude, easy. I'm like, oh, so you really want me to be your attack dog on Islam? And the same with the left. Like when I, you know, take out the Catholic pedophilia problem, they'd be like, great, yes, fuck God, fuck him. And then as soon as I'd be like, what's up with Islam? They'd be like, how dare you? I'm like, I'm not your fucking attack dog, but it makes me strong. I have a farm. I'm making babies with my dick. All right. I got to step in for a bit. The whole, um, the whole protected class thing for Jews, besides the fact that they want to use the military industrial complex in Israel. And that's part of why they've made this protected class. They also know that making something you can't talk about 
is going to make people want to talk about it, and that's where people are going to concentrate their firepower. Okay, so David Duke still has a YouTube channel. All right, David Duke still has a Twitter account. Uh, there's another guy. I don't want to keep naming like the actual anti-Semites, but they're not banned. You need enemies. No, what you're saying is exactly right. Like Richard Spencer's on Twitter, and I'm not because yeah. what I'm saying builds bridges. They need a guy to be like whites are the best because they need an enemy so they can create a fucking left wing right wing paradigm that's nonsense. So yes. Yes, and, but I want to say that the what will get you banned, what got Alex Jones banned, is talking about China. You want to talk about sneaky, anomaly throughout that word. There's nothing sneakier than the Chinese takeover of America. People don't even realize we're selling them the Great Lakes. Literally, we are selling China the Great Lakes. They've bought up a lot of California. They're buying South Florida. They're in, they hacked, they had all of Hillary Clinton's emails, which I'm sure she arranged, by the way. Okay. What? Got tiny little dicks, though. That's why no one thinks about it. <laughs> it's because they have no hats. We got the tiny hat, but they have no hat. That's why they're just they're quiet about it too. I mean, as far as like it, China hacked our banking system and China hacked a Navy contractor and stole like weapons plans, and you never heard about it. But they'll talk about Russia for two years, and I'm starting to think it's because they're white and Christian, you know, and, and maybe not not involved with the central banks. I honestly think geopolitically. The only way that we're going to beat China, because they are infiltrating so, it's crazy what they're doing. The only way we're going to beat them, because they're a godless country, they're godless communists. This right. is what the satanic globalists set up. They want massive control over every single country. That's why they're bringing the Muslims to Europe to destroy the middle class there, both through welfare and destroying the labor and having them do all the crime. They, they're trying to destroy the middle class in every single country so that China's totalitarianism their communism would be the ruling power all over the world. That's what the sick satanic globalists want, okay? I think the only way that we beat these people, because they put a lot of power in China at this point, is everybody that believes in God coming together. So there's obvious differences between Islam and Christianity and Islam and all the Jews. There's big differences. But I do believe that we're on the verge. We could have peace in the Middle East. If they stop trying to go in and bomb Syria and do a grab there and kill Assad, if they can just make peace there and people in America can make peace between this conversation right now, having the conversation, the real like conscious Jews, the conscious Christians, the conscious Muslims have do this debate with Imam Tahiti. If we can get the real people that love God and aren't just trying to grab power and grab money, we can unite all of the people that love God and actually Build the consciousness that we need to bring the Messiah. Because all that means, all that Messiah means is a critical mass of people acting with a consciousness of soul. That's how we get a world without pain, a world without suffering, a world without death. Which, by the way, that's not like some fantasy. The globalists themselves, if you look in their mainstream science journals, they're talking about immortality technology. Literal nanorobots that can rebuild people at the cellular level. So this this stuff is coming. We can have... A world, the kingdom of God, a world without pain, suffering, and death. We can have that Messiah consciousness. And if you look in all of the religions, what they say about Messiah is actually very similar, if not the same. They say Messiah comes on a white donkey. That's in Christianity. That's in Islam. That's in Judaism. Messiah comes on a white donkey. And what does that mean? Okay, because we know Messiah. It happens when there's a level of consciousness in the world. When we donkey gotta be white, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> actually, I, I, I want to get to that, actually. When well, we one thing I will say about China, though, China actually is, is probably more of a threat to American sovereignty than, than Israel weird stuff. But it doesn't feel like they're treating us like farm animals and they hate us. Like It's the emotional things, like the subversion of our kids' schools. The fact that we're always called racist and bigoted. The Chinese seem almost like the Borg from like Star Trek, where they're just like, we buy land, we take land. Yeah, it doesn't just, feel as personal. It's not like they don't seem like they're 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 like, if you're white, you're toxic. And I'm like, who owns the New York Times? Oh, one Jewish family. Oh, who owns all the oxy oxycon? Oh, this Sackler family. It feels personal like they hate us, which is why the Jewish Holocaust, I think, is so personal to Jews, because yeah. It sounds like Hitler hated you versus like, um, go ahead. I'll I'll say this. On the other side of hate is love. Okay. So even though there's all this hatred that's probably been going back for centuries, you know, tikkun, reincarnation, people's, people's energy from past lifetimes. Okay. This is stuff that's been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries. Okay. On that hatred, the other side is love. Uh, the, The coldness that you're talking to about the godless communists, yeah, they just want to liquidate you. They're not interested. They're not playing a game. There's nothing to solve. It's just, yes, we want to buy your land and liquidate you. We have no interest in you. But if we serve a purpose, that's that's why I think the Jewish Holocaust hit harder than Stalin's genocide because he would uh, work slaves to death versus um, extermination because that feels like you're hated versus you're treated like an animal, right? So the Chinese, if we serve, it feels like if we serve a purpose – uh, and you can do business. They're not just going to be like, we hate the white man. We must kill them, even though we do business. You know, because they can't invent shit. Communism doesn't create. You can't invent something with a gun to your fucking head. So it's like, it, it, it's like, it, it seems like so many Jews in America hate white Christian males, where they're like, you're toxic. You know, you're a fucking cis. So much of this gender shit came out of like whack job, homo Jewish doctors and stuff. Where we're like, fuck you, man, don't hate us. Versus the Chinese just seem like like locusts, and I don't mean that to de- degrade them. It's just locusts are just eating, you know? You got to you gotta realize, people that, a lot of times people that don't connect to God, they start to hate themselves. And when you hate yourself, you look at other people, especially people that are virtuous, and if you see virtue in them, well, you don't want to say to yourself, I'm the bad guy, I'm the one that's wrong. So you have to see the virtuous people and be like, no, you're bad. Your Christianity is bad. Your connection to God is bad. You're the evil one because I have a hole in my soul. I feel empty. Therefore, I it's the mirror effect. They look and see what they feel about themselves, and they hate themselves, so they hate everything virtuous. And Christianity has a lot of virtue. Yeah, that's why some of my favorite Jews are Israeli nationalists, like militant, like we love Jews. It's the subversive, sneaky ones. I like Farrakhan, and I, I think he like thinks I was invented in a lab or some shit. No, I don't like him. But I respect him because it's like I hate – I don't hate. Don Lemon freaks me out. He clearly hates black people. A black person who hates black pers- people and can't talk honestly is fucking psychotic. A Jew who hates being Jewish and, like, is trying to subvert and all this shit is horrifying. A Jew being like, Israel's our dirt. You do you, we do we. we. We're better than you, but we're not going to try and make your, your kids think sodomy's okay. I'm like, sweet. I respect. That's why I like Tommy Robinson so much. And people are like, he's a show for Israel. I'm like, so? He's an honorable man. I disagree with that. 
but I can't fucking only hang out with people I agree with. I hang out with people with balls and integrity. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Anomaly. Yeah, I, I guess on that note, since we were talking about Israel, that's kind of my next question. And hypocrisy bothers a lot of people, but especially the hypocrisy of the left. They do exactly what they say they do. And in the Jewish community, as far as like Owen was talking about, there's a very heavily influenced in media where they are constantly telling America, like, you can't be proud if you're this color. You can't like like it, it does seem like subversion in many ways. But when it comes to Israel, there's a lot of people on the left and right who call it an ethno state. And in a sense, it's a place where if you're Jewish, you could fly out there. Even in the Washington Post, which is very critical of like whites in America, they'll say there's uh, in Tennessee or something, they're flying Jewish people out to just inbreed and make more Jewish people. And they're putting it out there nonchalantly while the next article is like, if you like this color of your skin, you're racist, sexist, xenophobic. So, yeah, that's my question with Israel. And it kind of like Owen said, I wouldn't it wouldn't annoy me that much if it was like everybody could love their people or everybody could do that. And and like he said with the Farrakhan's, like, yes, he says some things I disagree with. I don't agree with his agenda, but I do like people that are straightforward because that it's it's that sneakiness, not, not just of like leftists and, and other media figures where they're always just lying and acting nice. I'd rather that blunt meanness so then I could figure out, I like you, I don't, I agree with you, I don't. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, that's a lot, but, uh, like, would you consider Israel an ethno state? And, uh, do you think it's okay if other countries could not saying like purge other races or anything, but have like, Hey, like we can live here. We, we, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. In group preference is great. I always tell people that I'm like, don't hate on Jews, learn from them. Kosher, make brochure, you know, like have in group preference, build a wall. Like, I'm not hating on their shit. I'm like, we need to fucking learn about how to be a nation. It's this tricky dual citizenship stuff that's bothering me. It's not the existence of Israel or the, the ability for them to protect themselves or to be like, we should marry other Jews. Yes, white people need to learn about that. And I'm not, my wife's half Mexican. I'm clearly not some sort of fucking racial supremacist, but like in-group preference is good. It, it It's like your traditions, you know, your language, your... You have a right to be like, I like being around people that are tall and have beautiful white skin and blue eyes. All right. Uh, I want to talk about America. You want to talk- That was hilarious. Go on. What? I want to talk about America because we talk about, can't we have our uh, ethno state? Well, you no, can't- No, no, no. I don't want, I'm not saying I want an ethno state, but I'm saying a lot of people in media will yeah, say Amer- America is the most racist place in the world. But if you really look at the whole world, the only place that you're truly allowed to have an ethno state seems to be Israel, where they have the biggest in- in-group preference maybe out of anyone besides some Islamic countries. I don't want one. I want good people of every race, religion, and gender that are, love this country and love freedom and love following decent rules. What I'm saying is, don't you think that's a little hypocritical that a lot of Jewish people in media nonstop hate on America, call it racist. Meanwhile, they'll fly their own people out to their own country and say that that's somehow not equivalent. Ethno state, ethno state is the wrong term. The The right term would be whatever, whatever the term for a, a country based on a religion would be. Because, I mean, wow. you're not huh? trickery. One time in LA, it's about, I, I did, uh, uh, Jewish grandmother, technically. It turns out I'm like an eighth, but they're like, is it on the mom's side or dad's side? They never said you practice Judaism about whether or not I could do uh, uh, birthright. It's so fucking genetic and you know it. And there was an, an, uh, uh, a, a member of government in Israel recently who said it, Jews are the master race because of IQ and success. And there is such an ethnic component. 
and it's about ethnicity, not race. All right. So let's say, hold on, hold on. So you always you talk a lot about being a quarter Jew. So what ethnicity is that quarter? What's that? What ethnicity is your quarter? What ethnicity is that? It's not ethnicity. I think that's nonsense. But like, I, I I communicate the way people communicate to me. But like, you know, two thousand years of diaspora raping and running around and killing. Like, there's no. I don't right. believe in genetic like pure supremacy shit. I think that's creepy and Hitlerian. So let's say that Ashkenazi Jew is an ethnicity. Let's hold that premise for a second, okay? That would mean that Ashkenazi Jew is one ethnicity. That means Israel's not an ethno state because you have the Ethiopian Jews, you have Somalian Jews, you have Jews from uh, Morocco, Jews from Bulgaria. You have Ashkenazi, yeah. Well, you so, then the tribes of David and Levi and stuff, and who's the priest class and the Cohen's. We all know it is. It's like they're. I remember this made me really sad because I, I was always really into my Jewish friends and I still was after this moment, but I was on uh, the street in LA during one of the Jewish holidays and these dudes were walking around with a big horn and they're like, um, you want to blow the horn? Are you Jewish? I'm like, yeah, part of my family's Jewish. They're like, mom's side or dad's side? I'm like, dad's side. They're like, you don't get to blow the horn. I'm like, 110th country. Yeah. They wouldn't see, let me blow the horn. Yeah. See, I wouldn't let anybody blow the horn, whether they're a Jew or not, depending on if they have the right consciousness and they know what they're connecting to. They're, that's the shofar, by the way. And when you're blowing the shofar, you're connecting to like very special uh, energy from the spiritual world. I wouldn't let just I wouldn't let I, I wouldn't go to just any synagogue and listen to them blowing the shofar because if you don't have the right consciousness connecting to that energy you're doing some bad stuff. You know, that's worse than doing the DMT and connecting to the clockwork elves like Alex Jones is talking about. We get along is because you keep referring to someone's character, which is all I give a fuck about. So it's like, I, I get creeped out by people being like, we're, we're genetically superior. Like we're the chosen. Uh, yeah. yeah. Abraham, and, and Jesus is like, yeah, but be a good person. They're like, seed. That's weird. Uh -oh. You keep referring to about like energy. And I like that because you're like, are you good? And that's all I care about. That's I can get along with Jews all day long if it's like, are you doing good? Are you doing uh, what, what's it called a mitzvah, a mitzvah? Would you just do kindness for the sake of it? What's that called? Mitzvah. Mitzvah. Yeah, mitzvah. That's awesome, dude. Harvey, uh, Kite, not Harvey Keitel. Oh, he's on. He's as OCD. He's one of the judges. Uh, Harvey. No, what's his name? He's wicked famous. Shaved head. He doesn't like shake hands. Jewish. I don't know all the Jews. Bobby's world. Oh. I want to ask Howie Andrew Mandel. again. I, I want to ask Andrew again. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel explained to me mitzvah, and I remember telling him, like, that's one of the coolest fucking things I've ever heard, where it's a good deed for the sake of it and not for um, vanity. Because I always hated that with Christians growing up. Uh, the hypocrisy of being like, my only sin is giving too much. I'm like, you're a whore and you're cheating, and we know it. So it's just doing something for the sake of good is a, is a Jewish tradition that I love. All right, sorry, go on. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I want to ask Andrew again because I didn't really get an answer. Uh, just in the sense of like a lot of writers, a lot of the biggest critics of racism in America and from the company level to the writers, I mean, even in, in media and stuff, it's a lot of Jewish people who are saying that America is extremely racist, um, but they fly only, and I understand there's six, seven, eight different types of Jewish people. They're still specifically flying only Jewish people to their state like uh, Owen said, you had someone saying we're more intelligent and even you made that, uh, you know, and we could talk about that in a second. But um, Nanyahu even said 
Netanyahu even said, this isn't the land of everyone. This is the land of Jews. You're allowed to live here, but this is our land. These were said within the last week. So that's my question is like, is our people within the Jewish community? And I know some definitely are going at like the speech organizations, including yourself and others. But like, when does this end? The people that are constantly kind of, in my opinion, crushing Europe and America while saying the least racist place on the planet are the most racist while they, what I would say systemically might have the most racist system. Although I, I wouldn't even call it that, but it's like specifically only it's their land. They fly their own people out. Like when, when do these people stop lying and uh, crushing Europe and America? All, all I can do is call them out and hope that all of us win and beat them because I call them out regularly I, for people that are watching this and didn't see our last stream. You know, I, I streamed Cernovich News for a long time. I was the editor-in-chief of We Are Change. And during the 2016 election, we helped drop the spirit cooking story, which helped actually flip a lot of people in Wisconsin, people that didn't, they heard Satan and they didn't like that. And so the story we did at We Are Change, which I helped put Cassandra Fairbanks onto, um, and that got picked up by Hannity and that became like the top link on Drudge. So I am trying. I am trying to call out the Satanists and the the people that are that are rootless atheists and globalists. All that I can. You, know, you can't. You can't pivot. Do you think there's an ethnic thing to being Jewish? And do you think Israel is being too specific about genetics? Because there is laws around that. That's the question. It's not about you've done good things clearly, and your head's in the right place. The question is literally: Is there an ethnic component to Ashkenazi? or Sephardic and the laws in Israel, and do you think there is too much focus on race? Okay, I will answer this question directly, but it's gonna, it's gonna take like five minutes and I don't want you to interrupt. Well, I'm gonna interrupt you to start talking about drugs. Yeah. All right, fine, all right. Like that's wizardry. Like I know, I know what that is. Someone goes, I'm not trying to be a wizard. I just wanna get right. it. No, let him go. And I, 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 it's not like Andrew Sulf, like we're not blaming you for it. We no, like you're a great no, guy. No, but but just, no, let him go. Let him talk. Yeah, this I'm is a long Let's answer. Go. Okay. You, mm -hmm. This goes back to why was the world even created? Okay. I'm not kidding you. This takes a second. That's why I'm saying it's going to take like five minutes. Give me a second. All right. In the, in before everything, before the big bang, you have what's the endless light. You have God. Okay. God is only a desire to share. What did God do? He created something out of nothing. The only time this has ever happened, God created the desire to receive. This is before the Big Bang. This is the infinite vessel. This is all of us, every single human on the planet, part of the infinite vessel, okay? The vessel became like the creator. Just like if you have a glass and you pour hot water into it, it gets hot. If you pour cold water into it, it gets cold. The vessel that the creator created, the desire to receive, became like the creator, okay? And then it suddenly also had the desire to share. The vessel, which is all of us in the endless world before the Big Bang, we had the desire to share, but we had nothing to share with, okay? So if you look at even children, right? If you ever seen the MTV show, My Sweet 16 or whatever, those kids that are raised, given everything, all right? Here's a car, here's a Ferrari at 16. Here's everything you could ever ask for. Those kids, a lot of times grow to hate their parents because even children without, that receive everything without the ability to share back, they a lot of times hate the person that gave it to them. So the vessel, which is all of us, all right, in the endless world, the light retracted from the vessel because the vessel was feeling this bread of shame. And suddenly the vessel experienced lack, all right? So all of us, all right, this is the vessel. We had this lack 
and the light returned and flooded in because we wanted it and the vessel broke. All right, this is the, the soul of humanity, all of humanity. When the vessel broke, it created different sizes of vessel, different pieces of soul, people with more desire, people with less desire, people with different kinds of desires, people that want to connect to God the way Christians do, people that want to connect to God the way Muslims do, people that want to connect to God through the Torah. There's people on this earth with different jobs, different responsibilities, and it's not even possible to know who all of the Israelites are, the people with an Israelite soul. It's not possible to know who all of them are. So what people have done... The vessel is genetics, right? That's what some people do. That doesn't make it right. But that's what some people do. Oh, so and, you disagree with it. There's no genetic component to being Jewish. Listen, all I all I know is what I hear from the IQ people. I haven't studied this stuff. I listen to Stefan Molyneux. That, that whole 118 IQ thing is from one study in the early 50s with children that were six years old. Isn't that crazy? Listen, Stefan Molyneux, uh, he interviewed all these people in IQ. That's where I get my IQ information from. If Stefan Molyneux's wrong, you guys hash it out, and you let me know if there's an ethnicity. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. No, I love Molyneux. He's also Canadian now, a little shifty, but – um, if the 118 Ashkenazi IQ thing is real, uh, I can just show you right now that it's bullshit. The average IQ in Israel is 95, which if you do the math, which I have a 147 IQ, so I have no problem doing that, it would mean Sephardics have an 80 IQ, which would put them three points above the minimum requirement for being in the military. Like they're basically retarded, which isn't true. So if Ashkenazi IQs are 118 with the population of Israel, and the average is 95. That means Sephardics are 80. So by you saying Ashkenazi is 118, you're now condemning Sephardics for being sub-Saharan Africa like retards. And that's insane. Let's and hold on. Let's say that that's true. Hold on. Let's say that that's true for a second. And I don't know that it is. That would mean that there's different ethnicities. So it makes is that's what, that's why I was saying that Israel's not an ethno state. It's not an ethnic component. It's religious component. And the reason it's set up like that. Is because people want homeland without genetics. Like that, that, that's madness. So, eighteen average points higher than whites without any genetics, just because you you have different books like that. I have. I don't know. I'm not saying that that's the way it is. I'm just going by what IQ. I didn't come up with it. I'm going by what I've learned about IQ. I'm telling you what I learned. The whole study came from one thing in the '50s, and the the Christian kids had a higher IQ. That's that's the beauty of uh, Jewish wizardry is like it's it's true kind of, but, you know, it's like you leave out a lot of facts there. And as someone um, who's white and, and doesn't appreciate the whole racial supremacy thing without any evidence, uh, it's it's a way that Jews uh, justify the extreme wealth and power they have in a society. And I find that to be ridiculously tricky. And everyone does. Chinese have a higher IQ than, than everybody. It's like 108 for some rice patty weird reason. Ashkenazi Jews don't have a 118, and it's used, it's weaponized to say that's why we have four Supreme Courts and we're the head of all the porn companies and the fucking, it's nonsense. And it's not provable. And I'm, I'm not, I wanted it to be true. I don't want to think these things. This isn't fun. I don't even like that there's any differences at all in average IQ. I think that's insane. But it hey, is. I want to, I want to say this real quick. I'm going to pass it back to Andrew. So, I'm going to ask again, because I, I don't know that I really got an answer. I want to say, 
Listen, I have no problem with Supreme Court's NFL team. Like, I don't care that they're doing really well. We could say, wait, hold on real quick. We could say it's IQ, this, that. I'm, I have no problem with one percentage or two percentage of the population doing extremely, extremely well. That's fine to me. But when I see that they're using their influence in all of these corporations and, and media stuff to literally say everything is racist in America and Europe is the most racist place because of the people there. But then they literally have a, a country that they say it's ours. You can live there. You know, we're more intelligent and, you know, this and that. And they fly only their other people. It, it's the hypocrisy of that where I, I get what you're saying, but it didn't really answer my question. Right, of like, let, me, let me answer you your see, question. Do you, yeah. Do you let see what I'm saying? Okay. Don't start before the Big Bang this time. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Stephen Miller... Laura Loomer, Andrew Breitbart, Andrew Meyer, Ezra Levant. I could list Jew after Jew after Jew that is doing everything they can to save America. Okay? They're against, BDS, they're against supporting Israel. They're against all the wars. That's a lie. Like, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about Israel for a second. I'm. I, I'm just talking about. There's a ton of disproportionate amount of Jews that also want to save America. And don't tell me that Ezra or uh, Joel Pollack or Laura Loomer. No, I, I think I think you're. I mean, I, I I just had a conversation with Roseanne. She definitely stands up for the white working class in America. She's great. But even with a lot of the people you mentioned, um, they all kind of play the speech game when it comes to criticizing Israel or, or Jewish in any way, shape, or form. That's when even the top people will be like, "Whoa, don't don't say that." It's I'm like all she said was. I'm yeah, not no, I, know, I know you're not, but I'm... I'm telling you a story, and then you can try again. I was about to fly to England to play a song with Tommy Robinson. Ezra Levin, those guys, when they found out I've made fun of Jews, they freaked out and said I shouldn't come. I, I make fun of Islam all the time. So when you're naming these people, you have to understand that, like, they're allowed to make fun of Muslims but not Jews, which I find to be very, very sneaky. So what I'm, we're going to ask one more time, do you, <laughs> you think there's a genetic racial component to being Jewish and do you think it's better than other people? No, there is not a genetic component to being a Jew because you can convert and become a Jew. Anybody can become a Jew at like any time. You just said that. That's awesome. It's very likable. But yeah. Yeah, but, but when you're talking about Israel and all that stuff, the reason I'm, I was talking, naming all the, the people that are also disproportionately trying to save America is because you're talking about the subversive Jews. Why are there so many of these subversive Jews? The Warner makes up for Redstone. Come on, man. CNN, NBC, CBS, Hollywood, all the porn, fucking banking, the Federal Reserve. So we have Laurel Loomer, but, you know, yeah, there's all that, though. No, but I'm, it's a much smaller field. Like, actual good media. How many people are in the independent media? You know, like a few thousand? And so it's way disproportionately Jews in the independent media fighting for America as it is Jews subverting America. So I'm saying that you're, you're talking about Jews on both sides. It's a rumor, by the way. But I'm just pointing no. out that you're saying you guys are disproportionately saving America. Yes. I'm not a Jewish farmer, janitor, construction worker, plumber, tra tractor driver. No, it's always people influencing populations or getting uh, you know compound interest rates, making pornos, doing movies with lies. No, that you are a good dude. There's a lot of good Jews because you focus on you know, energy, vibration, being a good person, thinking about vessels. There's a problem. Yeah, I'm not saying there's not a problem. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying oh, that- I'm fired up. I'm drinking coffee this whole time. Do I'm, this. I'm just saying that- uh, I'm this. I drank this much coffee, so I'm jacked. Jews, 
Jews are obviously not disproportionate in the NBA. We're not disproportionate farmers. We're not disproportionate truckers. Bring up the NBA. One third are owned by Jews. So you guys are disproportionately own the blacks, but you're too small to actually dunk. I get it, man. I get it. Listen, listen. I'm I'm the uh, exception, man. I'm the six one Jew, and uh, I know that you say you don't play basketball, but that'd be a lot. That'd be a lot of fun. I'd love to. I'd love to play you sometime. But anyway, he's saying he could ball you up. He's saying he could beat you. Anyway, point. I can beat both of you, but yeah, side. Go ahead. Dude, I saw. I'm always first pick, and then people get pissed. (laughs) And I'm like, mistake, dude, mistake. And then they're mad. They're like, we should have picked the five nine black guy who's dunking. (laughs) Anyway, the there's disproportionate Jews on both sides, but but all the Jews in America, for the most part. You know, they did see the Holocaust happen. And so they support Israel because they want to have somewhere to flee in case, you know, it's out of another country. Holocaust. Would you huh? say more or less than 0.5% lived through the Holocaust? No, no, no. I'm seeing, I've seen it in Schindler's List, have seen it in a thousand movies, have been taken to the Holocaust. He, he allegedly banged a chick to death who was nine. These people are liars. The ET that's fit. not my, that's not my point. That's <laughs> No, you're referencing a Spielberg movie. The Armenian yeah. genocide, the German starvation. There's genocide all the time. I'm talking about the perception. He's at. He's asking me why do why do uh, Jews say that Israel is for the Jews? It's a defense mechanism. These yeah, people. Yeah, I, get it. I respect. These, I mean, you're talking about Jews thrown out of 90 countries, the Holocaust, the pogroms in Russia. I'm not saying that, that everybody doesn't have uh, their. I their kicked uh, out of 90 bars. Do you think I'd be like maybe I'm not good in bars? Like imagine well, that being like, listen, I got kicked out of 90 bars because of anti-Owenism. So I'm going to be like, are you fucking <laughs> everyone in bars? That's, that's why a lot of Jews want to have Israel. They want to have somewhere to go. But I'm glad I support Israel. The entire question was, is there a genetic component, which we all know there is. I support is- Israel. I love that you guys can be your own farmers and your own janitors. I'm literally proud. I think it's amazing. I literally think it's beautiful that you finally have a homeland. The diaspora must have sucked. I think it led to a lot of weird things with Jews. I, I can't imagine when I'm on the road. I literally feel, um, you know, I just want to grow my sideburns long and get a circus man. Like I literally think it's great. I think it's great. I, I respect nations. I think it's awesome. I just my whole point is the rules for thee and not for me. And it's not you, and it's not Loomer, and it's not a bunch of people, but it's disproportionately Jewish, and that's why this conversation is actually helpful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I want to say real quick too, like on the on the right, you could say anything. You could criticize Islam. I'm all about exploring it. I don't want to be subverted by a whole nother culture and religion that doesn't com- isn't compatible with our laws and rules. I don't want to be subverted by Russia, by China. But it seems like on the right wing, who's pro free speech and they're anti everyone else controlling, you say the word Jewish even in a compliment, and they're like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. Where I'm like, you guys realize how much influence and power they have. It's not a conspiracy. You could say it's because they're doing well. That's fine with me. But when I see, you know, people, I'm like, why can't I talk about it? That's and like you guys said, that's why this conversation is great. But it's it's like the forbidden fruit on the right wing, and they're like, yeah, we need a, we need a speech law. To, and I'm like, do we? Or are you guys total frauds? I'm like, you guys just laughed at my song, That Nigger Stole My Bike, which now makes me think you're actually racist. Oh you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. That, that's exactly right, dude. And, and Anomaly, you've called out the right really well when you're like, listen, you're, you're, you're getting played. The same with the AOC thing. Like, you know, I love Clavin and Knowles and those guys. You know, Shapiro's a bit of a dragon. But um, 
when they're obsessing over AOC, when they're just like, oh my God, did you see what she said? Oh my, I'm like, you're building her brand and you're one of the only dudes who called that out. And so when the right just plays right into their hand, like they're playing the fucking, din -in -din -in -in -din -in -in -in. oh no, yeah. we won't turn. Fuck it that. seems like controlled. It seems like controlled opposition, or at bare minimum, they're per either purposely or on mistake making awful mistakes. That's emboldening the left wing. They're rising now. They're for speech laws, and I'm trying to explain to my whole audience who now they're like, no, no, normally you don't understand. It's bigotry. It's racism. It's dangerous. And I'm like, guys, that's what the left wing says, and I agree with you. There's people like I don't think Ilhan Omar likes Israel, Jews, white people, or America at all. Right. But how do you handle that? Do you make her more famous, more powerful, pass a speech law that helps her? And they're like, uh, they like brain explode. I'm like, I'm, I guess I'm not conservative because if that's conservative and, and all the big conservative networks say that, I'm like, that's it, it is a it seems like a Washington general sort of thing where they're, they're just there to lose. Yeah, and no, I know Andrew of, gets it. And outside of media and some of these things, it's not Jews like the globalist oligarch shit. I mean, a lot of these wars were caused by British imperialists and stuff. And some of these Chinese people and some of these Saudi, the Jew thing, it's not Jews ruining the world. It's disproportionately in media and in certain things that we're facing right now with freedom. Outside of our world, there's a ton of other factors. Like World War One, one of the biggest uh, proponents of that, the sneaky fucker, was uh, Cecil Rhodes, not a Jew. You know, it, that, that's why I try to explain to people where it isn't a Jew thing. It's, it's a subversion thing. It's like, let your yes mean yes, let your no mean no, or else you're fucking sneaky. It's just this, it went on Omar shit. I mean, I can't imagine supporting, I mean, the West is so much less compatible with Islam than Judaism. I mean, it's so, but I'm like, you just call it out. I, I was doing a mind experiment the other day where what if they were just honest with us about why we give the Jews all this money and we don't, it's loans that they don't have to pay back so that we don't influence their military, which is the only country we do that to and they're like yeah we got to do that or the currency or fail there's just like this bomb in another country i literally would probably be like oh, okay i just don't like the lying i don't like the obvious lies yeah i mean uh i don't know if you've seen culture.com culture with three t's that's the reason i'm part of it and it's also disproportionately jewish the people working there but well, well you got you get it dude that's why i can vent and it's productive yeah that's why we're building cultures because the uh the promo code people that are subverting America, not, not a fan. Dude, you get it. You get it. You're wicked Jewish and you get it. That's awesome. Yeah, there's got to be people standing up for America. And I think one of the problems in America is 100 years ago, people always talk about the boomers, like the boomers are the worst uh, generation. Okay. What about the people in the, the people that lived from 1910 to 1920, whatever you call that generation, they gave us the IRS, they gave us the Federal Reserve, they gave women the right to vote. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of problems with those people and no one ever calls that out. That's what, that's what's led to the downfall of America, led to the welfare state. You're, the boom, you're so right. The boomers were the first generation to be raised in nihilism and materialism. And then just like the girl who's a whore because she was molested, we're literally attacking just a, a group of people that were raised like shit. It's yeah. and, and, the, and and like I like how you you look for what's causing it, you know. And as much as I rail on the Jews and the porn thing, that's why I tell people don't watch it. Like they're you you're engaging in it, you know. You can't blame, you know, if you're in China with the opium wars, you're not like ah fucking England. That's why I'm losing everything. It's like, and that's why it's like don't hurt Jews. Don't blame Jews for all your problems. Blame your inability to detach from it.
Blame your inability to give up your car so you can homeschool and not let your fucking kid learn about LGBT at fucking eight. Like, it's about our strength. Like, we're failing ourselves just as much as, like, more than this shit. Like, I, I blame men for not standing up for pregnancy. Guys are like, abortion, abortion. I'm like, well, when your chick got pregnant, were you like, don't abort it. I'll fight for this. I'll do anything for this baby. No, you're a pussy in the basement whacking off. I don't whack off. That's why I'm so fired up. I want to say real quick, I'll give it to Andrew. Uh, I talked to Roseanne the other day and she mentioned like, cause she was talking about the Rothschilds and bankers. And she mentioned that the Swiss is really controlling the operation. And uh, some people are like deflection. I looked it up and it does look like the Swiss, that's where like the central point to all the central banks are. So I think there are other groups and stuff in there. But uh, I talk about activists, especially in the black community, not because I dislike, it's because I love black America and black people. And I know that it's, it's all love, but it's like, it's those people who are subverting their own people and leading the black community to destruction. So I take a little leap, but the true reason I'm doing it and people know is because they're being lied to by the media, by a lot of people. Same with the Jewish community. I have so many Jewish friends who have been honestly the most generous. So I don't even think that the stingy, uh, what's it called, stereotype, I don't see it because they've been the most supportive of me and the most amazing. But it's like, I think it's these this faction of Jewish people. And I know that there's different people. There's like the communist style, like they don't care about even Jews. There's the Zionists where they care about Israel first, but they care about other things, but it's actually going to backfire on the Jewish community. That's what I think. And I think Ellen does too. So it's like people mistake it as hate. That's like the, the Farrakhan. I don't agree with him at all, but I think if people just said it, then I could be like, that's, that's who I agree with. That's who I don't know, but it's all this stuff. So, so these conversations, they might be misconstrued, but it's really because we do care about the Jewish community and we feel like it's there's false leaders gonna, are really going to screw up not only America, not only Europe, but eventually Israel too, and also make everything unsafe for everybody. And that's not what we're trying to build. What yeah. a fucking guy, dude. Yeah, because Adam Sandler is the only reason I had a career. He's one of the most generous people on the planet. Doesn't get more Jewish. I always thought that the cheap Jew thing came from their ability to do math. But it wasn't like, <laughs> they're not withholding. They're just like, that's the math. Because like, that isn't smart. Just like I never had that experience, you know, with, with that stereotype at all. And and I think the Jews are an avant-garde used group of another group that we don't even know about. Because well, that's what Roseanne was saying. Look, look into the banking thing, because that really I was like, whoa, all the central banks, I guess, report to the Swiss. So I was like, interesting. Too exposed. We know George Soros's name so much that I'm like, like, like the black community that they, they were the avant-garde by a bunch of fucked up people were like. You know, black power in one minute, they're like black Panthers and like national pride. And the next minute they're like, you guys are pimps. Now FBI go in, shoot them all. Now it's super fly, bring in crack, bring the Jews get used in that level also because they're clearly in a vulnerable position to another group because fame is a negative return. The fact that we know who George Soros is in the fucking Rothschilds, who the fuck's above that? Because they're dancing a tune for something else. And that could be Satan or it could be like, you know, some people are like the Jesuits, the fucking Shriners or whatever. I don't know. I truly don't know who like because a lot of Jews I know don't act like they're in control, even very powerful ones like hedge fund guys. They're like almost like slaves in suits. I'm like, who the fuck's above that? It's a good question. Go Andrew. Andrew, who's above you guys? <laughs> I think uh, Satan's a good bet. I mean, I, if there's people above the Rothschilds, I don't know. I mean, I've heard of like the so-called Black Pope of the Jesuits. I've heard that kind of stuff too. I don't know. If there's people above the Rothschilds, I don't know. But I can, I can tell you for sure, like Alex Jones is talking about these people literally trying to 
communicate with demons, communicate with Satan. So they say that Satan owns this world until we take it back. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if that's where they're 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 getting their powers. They're literally communing with the you know with the the the, the top demon, and uh, he's telling them what to do. Yeah, and despite and despite um, me cutting you off, you were making profound points about giving and receiving, and how if you just receive, you resent because you're also not giving. And there's so much to that, dude. There's so much about that where it's like. The, the, the taking rots the soul and that's why they're terrified of death because they're not community they're not connected to God they're not connected to giving like the fact I spent most of my day taking care of chickens you know crops my kids I don't I'm not scared at all of death you know but these people these transhumanists these, ugh, they're gonna die you know it was the 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 fountain of youth and the sorcerer's stone like they end up poisoning themselves with mercury and shit you will die and their terror of dying is why they're like you know, we'll do a spell and we'll be gods. It's like, no, you're not, dude. You're not God. You're a vessel. I actually loved what you were talking about. I just want to keep you on path. Yeah, listen, talking about that stuff, like how to receive and, and all that, Kabbalah literally means to receive. That's what it means. It's the study of energy. It's the study of who we are, where we come from, what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, that's important. When people take that and subvert it, because there's a lot of stuff in the Zohar. You can read that and learn, like, the secrets of everything. Is it in English? Uh, Huh? Yeah, this, this this one this one has English in it. You can read it in English, although it's, I'm going to read this. Yeah, yeah, there's it's it's helpful to have someone to tell to tell you what's going on though, because like like I said about the the ox and the donkey, and it doesn't mean this and it doesn't mean that. But there's books that will help you understand what's even in that. But well, why don't you guys write a book that's not so confusing? No, farmers almanac. You need seven. You need seven books to get this book. What do you think Jesus gave you? What do you think Jesus and the apostles gave you? That's the short version. Okay. He didn't give it to me. I got it from someone else. All right. I'm just saying. What about the Puerto Rican? I'm just kidding. Rich port, Puerto Rico. And then they're asking for money after hurricanes. Well, maybe it shouldn't have been a rich port. Hey, we're the rich port. We need money. Puerto Rico. Come on, you bragging about the rich port and then asking for money because you can't get your pineapples and dance with the candle wax. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, you got to roast everybody because then it's fun. If I was just like the Jews, I'd be a fucking what they call an anti-Semite. You know, which uh, I, I think. I you go at when people tell you not to do it. It's like the kid in the candy store where you're like, "All right, I got to do this." It's the same thing when conservatives are like, "Don't talk about the Ilhan Omar stuff." I was like, "Now it's gonna happen like three days in a row." Uh, I want to, I want to say the way you guys are saying too. I say all the time, you can't really one one. It's everybody involved. Everyone's disproportionate, but you can't hate or blame someone because at the root of everything, I always say self accountability and self awareness. Not to be like a corny spiritual quote, but if this is happening, whether it's this family, that family, this race, this religion, it's because you're allowing it. You're buying into the system. You're buying the products. You're watching the media. You're letting it happen. So I, it's that's why when I say this stuff, I'm I'm calling out to my Christian friends. I'm calling out to America. I'm calling out to the. I'm like guys, you're they're doing this because you allow it. If I said, hey guys, give me ten thousand dollars every week, and you just kept doing it, I probably wouldn't stop. I'd be like, man, these guys are pretty dumb. Yeah. So that's why I allow it's like a challenge to, to the people like, hey, guys, you're allowing all of this to facilitate. And it's it's why it happens in the first. If you do that and you have, say, no wall for a metaphor, people are going to come over. So it's it's not even even in this debate. This is the type of stuff that makes people less anti-Semitic and understand more. And it's this speech law, 
you can't say this, uh, racist, sexist, xenophobic. It's actually building racism, sexism, xenophobia, and anti-Semitism because they throw people in the corner in the shadows, don't answer any questions, don't have these conversations, don't put someone like Andrew on because absolutely you're not you're not an asset to the agenda of division. You're, you're an asset to the agenda of unity, spirituality, and like high energy self-awareness. And uh, that's why that's why I have you on because I'm not bought out. Yeah, if someone gives me enough money, I'll I'll sell out. No, I'm just kidding. Don't even joke about that. Rogan joked about that. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll be you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell. Actual Nazis are cucks, like the ones that are like, "Damn Jews, I can't get a boner." It's like, exactly <laughs> like the people that actually blame their problems on Jews. No, you can point out sneaky stuff, but it's like, ah, oh, my porn addiction, the fact I'm doing heroin. It's like you are doing it. You. And that's such a good point where it's like, if people just blame their shit on Jews, where it's like, my life is spiraling because of Jews. There's people that have accepted death in prison with more freedom and peace because of their own discipline than people like living in a big house right now. It's like fucking Laura Loomer, that bitch. It's like, no, you are unhappy because you're not connected. You're not facing truth. So I and we it. all made a living, even with the banks and the whole system. Like, Owen, you were able to be very successful, not only in the mainstream, but on your own independently. I've been able to be successful. And so it's like even in this matrix of what is probably control, I honestly prefer it. And people get mad at me. I, I'm not an anarchist. and I'm, I'm not like a fascist where it's like I don't want to fight another human over a banana. Like I'm not a savage. I'd rather sit talk my shit and, and and order uber eats like it could be it could be a lot worse than this and i feel like people are losing that on both sides i'm like guys this is pretty good like in 10 years if we screw this up we'll be like man we had uber eats like i had scooters that i just like it, it's like we ruined it guys yeah but not, not at really, all though, but not really though because material doesn't help you that's the thing is so many people right now are like it's never been better to be gay no it's the worst time to be gay to be like oh that you're trans you chop your cock off you know, you deserve everything. That's not crazy at all. And they're like, well, who am I? It's like, you are the greatest. Boom. No, this material does not get you shit. Like when you said successful, my first thought was how many kids do you have, gay guy? You know, success <laughs> making life. Like I don't register success with money. It's a byproduct. It's frozen time. You know, this Jew money does not intrigue me. I'm successful because I'm free in the sense of, I mean, I'm I'm 29. When I find the right person, I'll settle down. But it, I'm not in a rush because, you know, also my parents got a divorce and they told me their wisdom to me was like, wait, you know, find yourself before you try to settle down with someone else. Don't so, uh, no, be a, like, don't get divorced <laughs> and be a good father. Dude, my dad was fucked yeah. up. Motivate. Eventually, though, eventually, I, I don't want to raise a kid in a broken home, and also I don't want to. I want to be complete on my own. But I've, I'm enjoying myself and my freedom. I meet a lot of married people, Owen, that aren't like you. They say don't get married. Like a lot of married people are you're, miserable. You're a good dude. This is the irony. This is why our genetics are going to shit. But I could find a bad woman. I could find a bad woman who could ruin everything I have. Going. No, listen to me. I'm experienced at this. You are taking fatherhood and marriage so seriously that you're not doing it. And all these dumb fucks that are like, oh, I can do it. Don't do it. They, they it's, it's in, <laughs> it really is like dudes like you should have kids, and you're like, I gotta find myself first. There's eventually, of, eventually, I'm, I'm, I, I gotta take a vacation. Like strong leadership. They like strong leadership. When I met Amy, yeah. she was on Zoloft going to raves and shit. Now we're fucking having chickens, praying at dinner and shit, and she's happy as fuck. Women like strong male leadership. So if you're like, oh, she's on Tinder, well, be strong, and she'll give you children. 
Nothing is I don't, more I, I'm, I'm going to uh, let it come naturally. I'm I not think, in a rush. Yeah, I think, I think Anomaly is having fun breaking matrix, matrixes right now. A lot of matrixes are being broken, unless I'm mistaken. I'll hold you back. It's a Democrat. Everything happens for a reason. God, God doesn't lie, Owen. He'll lead us. Muslims He'll lead me to. Fourteen kids by your age. <laughs> you're representing yes. democracy. It's a demographic war, and you're just fucking combing your hair. <laughs> I don't whack off, and I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. I love you guys, man. I really. That's that's the thing. Like technology isn't evil, dude. This is great. I'm fucking never around people. All I do is like dig things and hang with my family. I'm in the middle of the fucking woods, and this is a blast. I feel like I'm in a bar. Heck yeah, man. Juice. Did you want to say anything, Andrew? I think you guys missed that I was making a, you know, that you're slaying, that you're slaying anomaly. That's the joke. I was saying you're breaking matrixes. I think it was a little under the uh, radar. I want to yeah, highlight no, I'm, the joke. I'm no, not man. even wilding out that much. I've, I've, just for the record, I've been probably the least active I've ever been in my life, even now, because I'm I'm so focused on what I'm doing, and I don't want someone to ruin it. Even in business and stuff, like I'll take meetings. And there's been some great people, but like the reason I've been able to be so consistent is because I control 100% of it. I edit, I film, I do all this stuff. So if a if a woman comes into my life or I bring her into my life and I see that it's a huge elevation and there's not too much drama or stress or problems. Then I'll let it play out, but uh, I, I'm enjoying, you know, I'm enjoying myself for sure. I gotta tell you about more about this because the reason I'm telling you to have kids is a compliment, by the way. I don't. Say no, this I'm not. I, I think it's hilarious, and I listen. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm not. I don't get mad. I'm like, take your time, bro. Find yourself. You're retarded. The fact I'm telling you to have kids is that I, I, I care about our DNA. Like so many people that need to have kids aren't, and it's, it's hard. Like you're not gonna just drift into a relationship. Like me and Amy used to throw bagels at each other and shit. It's like, fight for it. It doesn't hold you back. Like having a baby, not only didn't hold me back, I built an honest empire. Like I'm just like, Rawr. it's like now you have something to fight for that you actually love. You don't love the herbal essence. I know you kind of do, but like, <laughs> wild. And someone's like, is Amy Schumer funny? There was a time when I would have been like, sure, I like her. She put me in a TV show with a baby looking at me or a kid being like, what's true, dada? I'm like, Amy Schumer's a cunt. You know, and it, it just zones you in. I never gave a fuck when people made fun of white people until I had kids that were white. I, yeah, don't, but I don't have I don't have kids now. And I'm already, you know, spreading that message anyway. It's not like I'm confused in that sense. Huh? Yeah, no, I, I, I feel what you're saying, but I'm not I'm not like we all have different paths. And also, I think not you're older now, but also when you were younger, it wasn't so obvious. Like in the last two, three years, we both figured it out pretty quickly. Like, oh, this is what's happening. And they're getting like crazier. I'm a huge fan of you. Because you're yeah, no, I, I love you, too. And it's like uh, and, and Andrew, I mean, that's why I was like, it's going to be great. But um, I can't listen to mainstream conservatives anymore. Like I'll laugh when I watch your streams, Owen. There's some things that like sometimes like when you were like Chrissy Teigen didn't have a baby. I don't know that that's true. But it's like there's so much you have so much value. So even if I disagree with one or two things, which doesn't happen all the time, but it's like there's 20, 30, 40 gems in there where I listen to a conservative. I feel like I'm on a, a hamster wheel where it's just like the same thing over and over. It's a vibration. If there's a vibe. That's why I like I'll dude, I'll say Beyonce's a fucking hologram. No one cares. I say <laughs> there's a vibration of someone who believes what he's saying and taking odd hyper hyperbolic risks. And that's why you can listen to someone and totally disagree with them and be like, but I enjoy this because it feels like, you know, like I've had uncles and shit that they don't even think there is a moon or like uncles, friends or 
And I'm not mad about it because you can tell it's not branded agenda. They're not like hashtag no moon, you know, and yeah. missing that. I think that that's why, you know, Andrew, you got kids? You're having kids, right? Working on it, brother. Pray for me, man. I, do, I will. I pray for all the good people to have children. I mean, it, not having a family, I can't. It's like we've been sold a bunch of shit. The Jews get it. You guys have kids. The atheist Jews, they, they fucking kill all their kids. I want to I bring up something we were talking about before we got started. Hollywood literally glorified abortion in the movie The Cider House Rules. And I think you, you got to do a whole stream on that, man, because that's one of the most insidious things. They put a, I think Tobey Maguire was in it. They made like the abortion doctors the hero. Michael Caine was in it. It's like, oh, the heroic abortion doctor. It's like, that's what Hollywood's glorifying. They don't want you to have kids. They want to lower the world's population so that it's easy to control everybody. They don't want people to be free. They want, they literally want this satanic control grid. And it's important that people like talk about it in entertainment, in music, in every facet of the culture. Because like Breitbart always said, politics is downstream from culture. And I, what I always say is actually culture is downstream from spirit. So us having this conversation and waking, wakening people up to like good, good Christians and a real Jew, people that actually connect to spirit and soul, like this is the conversation that's going to help turn this country around from the brink of collapse. 100%. And I, I think I can take away from this conversation that it isn't Jews. It's so many Satanists are saying they're Jews and it's beyond confusing. Because what you're describing is that thing where you they want to flip the world upside down. Like, to to take joy in an abortion is a rejection of life. That's why I always mock sodomy. It takes that which is fertile and makes it sterile, right? And so, so many Satanists say they're Jews to the point where, like, the fact we can't call it out because of anti-Semitism hurts people like you a lot. And so that's why it's cool. And, and you're right. And listen, you can think you have a, a higher average IQ and I'll still be your friend if you really think it. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why conversations are so good. Like, Stefan Molyneux told me that. I don't know. I, go take that up with him. I don't know about that one. Dude, I thought that was true for, I thought that was true for 10 years. I, I was always like, it makes sense because the smartest dude, the rabbi, has all the kids versus the Catholic priest, you know, uh, the smartest dude. He's not allowed to have kids. It's obviously because I don't believe in evolution, but I believe in adaptation. So that made sense to me. And then I saw a bunch of I like tried to look into the studies and understand it because that's so much jacked above the Chinese that I was like, how the fuck did these Jews get that high? And um, literally, you can say there's a genetic component. We're we're a better race. If you believe it, I'll be your friend. I hate subverters. I hate wizardry. My, my dad taught it. I fucking hate it. You know, I, I, say, I, I was on Roseanne had me in her channel. It was weeks ago, but she just put it out yesterday. And she's someone I told her this too live. I was like, you make people less anti-Semitic because she loves Israel. She loves Jewish people. She's a proud Jew, which is totally great and fine. But she calls out, you know, the, the media. She got mistreated by the media. They she's clearly didn't care. That, now, bro. She's pro-abortion. No, no, she's not. She's not. She's anti now. But uh, this, this, yeah, no. she said even she's not even for first first term abortion anymore. Like the, after the Ralph Northam stuff, she even said that years ago that she um, they wanted her to do this like special to promote abortion. And she she denied it because she wasn't about it. She sure. called out bankers. She called like so I was like, you're the type. But she loves her people as well, where it's like if everyone was like you, that would be fine because it's like you could. You could love your people. You could be extra proud. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just the, the faction 
like we're talking about that are also hurting the Rosannes. Like you, even you brought up Laura, but like, look how they treated Roseanne. Number one TV show, making extreme amount of money, like extreme amount of money. And they cut her off immediately. Didn't care because she, she, her Jewish card didn't work because maybe she was going against the Satanist or the evil agenda. Use the threat to the evil narrative. That's why a lot of Jews hate Jews. Like the bad Jews are like, oh shit, she's going to unify. Fuck. She's going to uh, humanize Trump supporters. Trump said uh, America first, which went back to 1930s fucking Lindenberg. Oh no, oh no, everyone's a Nazi. It's like, go ahead, Andrew. Were you about when, to I saw your Shapiro, when I saw your Shapiro impression, I, I took that clip and I gave it to one of the video guys at Culture. I'm like, we need to share this clip because it was so funny. It's so dead on. I don't know if I said this earlier, but the promo code people – that's like the Al Sharpton of the Jews. That's the subverter of the Jews. Exactly. The wow. They're saying that there are leaders. You know, they're the, I've said this to many people. I don't want the promo code guy to be the face of Jews in America. That's the most destructive thing to Jews in America is to have promo code, that guy in the <laughs> ADL, be the face of Jews in America. Nothing could be worse for Jews in America than that. And so I, I want to share real messages and get myself out there so that I can help people bring peace. Because if you see enough of the promo code guy, you're gonna want war, you know? So I I, I put myself out there. I talk about my book. You gotta get my book on. I wanted to, to send it to you the other day, but I, you're so busy, I didn't think you'd read it. I'll listen to it. I don't read much, I listen a lot though. And like, yeah, Shapiro sold out Roseanne. I'm, a, I'm upset at Roseanne for apologizing. That was a moment when she could have really Tucker Carlson that shit, but like, Shapiro sold out Roseanne and supported James Gunn. And that's when you're like, what the fuck are you doing, promo code? Because what Roseanne uh, did, <laughs> like what I talk about, it's like, you get to say shit. And she didn't even compare blacks to monkeys. It was a character in a movie, which, by the way, represented the whites. The character in the movie she was, it was about the hair. And by the way, who gives a fuck? Farrakhan were made in a fucking laboratory, and I would totally have a beer with that guy. It was a multi-layered tweet too, where it had like three meanings. She's like, Roseanne's kind of like you. She's very smart, but doesn't just like shoots out ideas that are deeper than people even understand. I do want to say too, because I know her, when she apologized, uh, she was getting sued. Like she had cease and desist sue letters. Not only did she lose her show, but certain high level people, I want to see you, sent her stuff like, hey, I'm going to sue you if you don't retract. Because she did make a false, she did make a false statement on top of some real statements. So she just got overwhelmed and and, and uh, just did it so she didn't get sued. And I, I want to say real quick too, um, with uh, like cultural Marxism now, like it, it's reaching every race and religion. It's so far deep that they're going to replace jewish people with black cultural marxists with white and it's so even in journalism like i don't know like the far left it's 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 like a virus almost where it's spreading throughout everything and in 10 years they might use other people like use another group as the useful idiots to to yeah, spread trans. it throughout so. the, the new sacred cow is trans i don't even want to say the word trans because it's dangerous you know that's the yeah. sacred cow now. you say anything that uh you know but I don't abomination. being a tranny is an abomination i'll say whatever the fuck i want I had, dude, I gotta slaughter the cow. It's, trannies are an abomination. They're biological. That's why I respected Shapiro, just when he was like, you're a woman. Like that, if you just stick to it, like evil is so weak, it mimics. If they, I'm not dead. You know, it's like they can't do shit. They're fucking, it's an upside down fucking pyramid where success is slavery. So the higher you go, the more you, you're a donkey. You're nothing. I'm sure there's shit in the Zohar and stuff about that where it's like, if you're in the upside down world, 
You know, it's kind of like the American government right now. It's like scumbags are elevated because what is praised is evil. And so the elites are some of the most, the biggest scumbag retard slaves on the planet. Well, they also, they, they intentionally go and get a lot of pedophiles to be the people in Congress so that then they have blackmail over them forever. Like you heard about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and, Ped and Pedophile Island where Bill Clinton flew there like 19 times without the Secret real, Service. Real Jew, Epstein. <laughs> yeah, but um, the point is Dennis Hastert, <laughs> Dennis Hastert, who is like the Speaker of the House, he was like a wrestling coach and all of a sudden he's the Speaker of the House. And yeah, they, they, he, he got caught. He was a pedophile, you know, and that you think he's the only pedophile that was in Congress. Have you seen the videos of Joe Biden touching little I, girls? You know what I mean? Biden. This is what they're doing. The Satanists put the sickest people in power so they can control them. It's like they're, they're zombie class that they control, and they're like the vampire warlocks. They're the sickest people. And they keep running out of shame because they used to use homos, and then now it's like pride. Like if someone's like, he's really gay, everyone's like, give him an award. So now they're using pedophilia because it still can shock people. Dude, if they get their way and this thing keeps going, people are like, well, he identifies as an eight-year-old. It's going to keep going until it's like eating babies with a poker in your dick. Like, like you have to have a society that's shocked by evil in order to have blackmail. That's why it's like a cocaine addiction. It's going to run out. Where someone's like, we got you, Biden. Uh, and everyone's like, tell people. I, I, I'll get an award from Ellen. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And, and the lights, I, I feel like the lights been shining on it with, with the Trump era, maybe the internet too, where now that the lights on them, they're just like multiplying. They don't, they're running out of things to do. That's like evil. So I, it's like, guys, do you not get it now? First term? I didn't really understand. I didn't under, second term, third term, mid birth, after birth abortion. Like they're, how much further can they even go? It's like, they're like cornered and they're like, ah, like they got to. I don't know. Do all this I used to be pro-choice because I never thought about it. I never got a girl pregnant. I always was like, women, women deserve things. And then when I saw a heartbeat or like when they go to a, a degree that's ridiculous, you're like, wait a minute, this is all evil. And, and like when they were like trans kids, you know, I had a trans piano teacher as a kid. I was like, yeah, they're just wacky libertarians who chop cocks off, whatever. And that's like, oh, no, you're subverting gender itself and innocence and taking that which is real. I'm like, oh, this is – and now I'm like – Condoms are evil. Like, I'm like, fuck that whole thing. Because it's control, dude. It's how you control. It's how you fucking with shame and wickedness. And the people on top are having the worst time. They're not happy. They're fucking living just constant paranoia. There's like 50 of them. Yeah. You know, just cut, chop all their heads off in an afternoon. My pulse wouldn't even go up. Yeah, Donald Trump, uh, the biggest failure of his presidency has not been locking up the obvious criminals that have been running around America and ruling the place for decades. There's not very right. obvious, there's very, well, build that and building the wall, but there's very obvious crimes that people like uh, Hillary Clinton, people like, people in the Obama administration, I would even go so far as Dick, as far back as Dick Cheney, if, if it's uh, still in the statute of limitations. There's a lot of people that have been running this country doing crimes and they're getting away with it. There's no justice in the country because they're getting away with crimes. And it's just it's the saddest thing to see. Right. And the more the farther they go, the more people will eventually take it into their own hands. And that's why, like, fairness and justice has to happen or else eventually people are going to be like, well, they're not going to do it. Let's get some let's get some knives. And, and if you look at if you look at mainstream conservatives, you have like the right wing who gets invited to all the, the shows and stuff where they're literally just running in circles saying 
don't let Ilhan Omar talk. And I'm like, I don't like her, but you realize people have started a refugee crisis. They killed a leader that led to slavery. Like maybe that matters a little bit more than her speech. Those are the mainstream conservatives. And then you have like the QAnon movement where I uh, I think they do a lot of good research. You know, they're, they're like a research team, but also they're, they're like, let's just wait. It's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen tomorrow. They've been doing that for a year. So the two main movements are like, let's wait forever and let's just run in circles where it's, I'm like the outcast where I'm like, guys, I'm not this, I'm not that, but like you're waiting, you're running in circles. Trump's not doing anything. And like we were talking about, even with the, the Jewish stuff, you get what you put into. If you don't pressure Trump into the right thing, and Andrew's talking about this the other day, he's not going to do it. When, when you corner Trump, like the left wing corners Trump all the time, and he has to stop because he's like, whoa, this is too much bad. Right wing is, is, has been annoying me more than the left. Because I consider that my people for free speech who are going to stand up for this country. And it's like 95% of the right wing is doing absolutely nothing. And I know, Andrew, you, you were saying that the other day, too. I almost think they're worse because they know better. I'd almost take a fucking commie who believes it over one of these dudes that's just playing the role to just pacify a population. Like, yeah. I'm a cult based. That's why I've, I've been very alienated. I've, I've just really not liked conservatives or neocons anymore. I'm like... Wait a minute. So you're not going to change your behavior. You're just going to repetitively get the promo codes. Like, do you actually hate abortion? Like, as Reagan promised the Catholics in the '80s, you know, it's like everybody's like, "I'm so mad about abortion." Why know who fucking understands this shit? Muslims. They'll go into the school board and say, "Don't teach this shit to my kid." Meanwhile, the whites are like, "Well, I tweeted about it." <laughs> do something, asshole. Stop whacking off. Yeah, the only thing that's going to get Trump to move is people calling him out, trash-talking him. I love what Mike Cernovich is doing right now, literally talking about running for president and saying, I will peel off a percentage or two of your base and sabotage your re-election unless you actually sign all the executive orders that you promised us. Build the wall. I mean, what are, what are you waiting for? We all know that he could just use the defense budget and do it, and he doesn't do it. It's unbelievable. Well, talk to your yeah. people about who's telling him not to do it. Goldman yeah. Sachs. <laughs> Yeah, and Andrew Andrew called that out yesterday too. You were talking about Goldman Sachs, right? Yeah, I mean Trump. Trump when he started his campaign, that's one of the reasons I liked him. Is he said I'm going to go hard on Wall Street, and then he goes ahead and puts you know the CEO of Goldman Sachs at the time like directly on his economic advisory council. So he's trying he's trying to work with them, but at this point everybody's got to realize the you can't blame the president for what you're getting. Okay. It's all up to us. Everything is in our hands. We have all the power. We have the light of God. We can do everything we want in this world. Don't sit there and blame, oh, Trump's not doing it. You know, make him do it. Go out there, trash talk him until he does it, or, or go with somebody else. We have all the power. And people acting like they're victims and they're helpless, that's what makes this country weak is when you say, I can't do anything. I need welfare. Give me everything. I can't do anything for myself. Right, and the base well, uh power comes from the ability to withhold uh, to not ha have anything like that's the irony is people are like oh, i have power because i have all this stuff power comes from saying i don't want your shit you know like when i like when i was on a, a sitcom in hollywood you have no idea how much money i was making a week to turn that down is impossible for a lot of people power comes from saying i don't need it it's like well your house will go down uh 80 if you end the federal reserve good you know you won't have a second car i don't need any cars Take it. I'll burn that shit. I got a little Russian in me where I'm like, I'll salt my own fucking field so you starve. And that way, when you're willing to just hurt a little bit, you know, South Park addressed this really well with um, 
I know they used it with the Al Gore fucking global warming monster, but I just applied it to fiat currency where everyone's like mad at him. And then, and then the man bear pig was like, okay, so you can't have uh, your toys. And they're like, no, we want our toys. And they're like, oh, I'm not going anywhere then. You know, it's like yeah. we have to be willing to give up our fake wealth. You know, you know what's weird? The whole man bear pig thing and then Alex Jones coming out and revealing like, no, they really are splicing pigs with, uh, with people. It's like, how do they always know in pop culture what's co coming ahead of time? Like you've seen the videos of the Simpsons. Predictive programming. Dude, it's yeah. a real thing. Predictive pro Well, I, I think South Park are pretty, they're pretty smart too. So it's like they're, they're in the small percentage of people who get it as far as like what's going on. So it, it's like a Alex Jones or a David Icke where like they're 10 years ahead because they could just see the writing on the wall because they're not retarded like everyone you know, else. So far ahead of time. Have you seen, uh, you guys know the, the Who song? about a boy where his his mom makes him identify as a girl. It's in the freaking 60s, and I'm a boy. I'm a boy, I'm a boy, but my mom won't admit it. I'm Look, a boy, I'm a boy. Shit. That's CIA shit, man. Like, Jim Morrison's dad was the admiral admiral on the ship at the Gulf of Tonkin false flag. Wow. Like, wow. It is like, like CIA fucking Laurel Canyon. Like, that whole music scene created hippies. Wow. It wasn't the other way around. They weren't playing hippie music. They were they were sexualizing a population so that it destroyed the, the family. There, there's some real, real, real deep shit going on with some of this stuff. And, and same with the black. I want to say with rap music too. Rap started as dancing, b-boying, good vibes. There was never a negative or crime element to it at all. Same with that. They they pumped the streets with crack. They pumped the rap music with terrible vibes, and then they wouldn't sign conscious artists. Rap didn't start like that. It was uh, there, there's a video from the first rap party, and there's a white dude dancing. It's mostly black, but like they're having a great time exercising. It it got subverted absolutely. Yeah, there was remember De La Soul and Diggable Plants and shit, and then. And then see, this is another thing about the Jew thing. It's like there was a guy named Liar Cohen, uh, <laughs> Ruben, like, like, dude, fucking BT is owned by a Jew. It's like people are like, you're selling degeneracy. But see, I'm glad this conversation is happening because then people can meet individual Jews and realize that there is a group of Jews that is using being a Jew as a fucking shield to sell to sell broken homes. I'm in a club with my dick in the dick with my club. I just shot a bitch for no fucking reason. And then people are like, oh, you can't say what you say. And I'm like, you're selling broken homes. Yeah, I've been trying to promote conscious music for like over 10 years. And, and now, now finally on culture, like with culture, culture.com, culture with three Ts, we're actually promoting like conscious music. One of our, our guys that helped start culture is a, a singer-songwriter named Yellow Red Sparks. He's incredible. We promote anomaly stuff. There's a rapper named Mint Chip that's doing like conscious rap that's unbelievable too. So it's like we need to get the culture back with like high consciousness stuff. And so we want to put that out there because we know it controls the culture. So when you got like one of Ben Shapiro's little little kids, he tried to say that um, uh, that uh, music is a waste of time. And it's like, bro, do you understand that you can control millions of people through music? And you saying that it's a waste of time. It's like you're giving away America if you think that music's not important. And it, it is. We got to bring it back. And it starts in the family. Because, like, what we were talking about, the elements of the soul, like that, the most animalistic element is hungry for, like, my dick in the club, dicks in the club, I got a pussy in the club. So it starts with that home, your mother, your father. Your father is the uh, is your connection to the God, oddly. So, so many atheists had no dad. So many school shooters had no dad. The mother gives you empathy, compassion, 
uh, you know, logic, reason, your connection. And then the dad, without that shit, you're listening to dicks in the club all day long because that deep animal part just eats cheesecake. You have no discipline. It's fucking broken home shit sucks. You guys are doing good, good work at culture too. Three T's. They're they're really promoting like conservatives, making it cool. Because uh, a lot of conservatives suck. Like Owen's funny. I'm actually good at music, uh, rap. I don't know. It's I'm not like the best musician per se. But like a lot of they they suck at being cool. They suck at being fun. They're absolutely miserable a lot of times. And now that we're talking about it, if you guys are conservative or right wing, I call people out all the time. I'm not being mean. It's because all of these leaders on almost every level in politics in the mainstream they're like no no anomaly there's new conservatives i was like yeah and they're kind of just as shilly as the old ones they just have a new face on it where they're they're there's totally it's been two years guys look lisa page said this she said i get that's great but like it's been two years and you're still on the same thing like if owen i was like owen how's your yard going and you had one fence post i'd be like bro that's pathetic like you gotta build the they're addicted to losing do you know that? Do you know gamblers aren't addicted to winning? They're addicted to the uh, chemical that's released in their brain that happens from panic when they lose. Wow, losing is an addiction, and so that's why these people are, are addicted to being like, "Can you believe what the fuck's going on?" Do something. That's why. Look, we got a Jew right here who builds. You know how rare that is. Build. It's just the may even a lot like a lot of my friends that are Jewish really like Owen streams and also like my most he's 100% Jewish he'll send me the things where he's like guys I don't agree with this part of it he's like but they're deep everybody wants the truth everybody wants to know what's going on and if people are honest they'll see something in that so it's like the honest people from every community I've been I had a meeting last week with some kid who was Jewish he loves Owen and he works really hard and that's another thing to other communities like white black everything Got, we got to work harder as well, where it's like Jewish people, I'm not even blaming, there might be this, that, but they're crushing it because all my friends that are Jewish, you know, they go hard. So it's like, we got to step up our self-awareness and self-accountability, not just blame. Share yeah. goals, share goals. I just did a video with uh, Prager U where it's like, the thing that rips people apart is not having shared goals. Like me and Andrew have shared goals. That's why we're vibing. It's like the parable of the blind people and the elephant where five people are like explaining what they think the elephant is and then they stab each other to death because they think they're the only one with truth. That's why I don't trust people to go, I speak truth. I, I, I make sure I say, I speak what I believe to be true. Because that's why I'm friends with Tommy Robinson, even though, you know, we, we defer, or Prager, even though I, I disagree with some of his sneaky Israel shit, but I'm like, he's an honorable guy. He understands classical music. You know, like this is, you have to understand other people. You know, like, just like some of the Jews you hang with are like, don't talk to Owen. I had a couple of people be like, why are you talking to rabbis? They, don't you know that they're bad? And I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what you're missing. You don't. It's kind of like um, signing treaties with Native Americans. You have certain people that didn't understand lines and, and dirt. And so they kept like breaking the treaties because they're like, no, we go where the buffalo goes. And they're like, you crossed a line. And they're just, they stab each other to death. And you're like, oh no, you're, you have two different worldviews. You know, like if you see the Bible as your uh, ultimate goal to be Christ. And then you see the Talmud. You don't understand that it's a long, just endless fucking metaphor with donkeys and shit. And so you're like, oh, you want to be this? And, and Jews are like, it's context. And you're like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Yeah. The people that send me messages don't know me. I wouldn't hang out with anybody that's such a coward that they would tell me not to talk to you. It's people that don't even know me, don't follow me. They sent that stuff to me that's like, 
they're they're so afraid that I don't know you're gonna expose them or I, I have no idea what their fear is. But it's like they were like, don't don't talk to Owen. You can't talk to him. He's he's bad. Look at this seven second clip of him saying mean things about Jews. And it's like, bro, I've said meaner things than that about Jews. Like we need to level up, everybody. It's time to study the Zohar, everybody. Time to go get your Zohar. Yeah, and just be like, are you a woman? Like, do you need protection? You know, like sometimes people are like, what is this powerful man going to think of your comments? I'm like, I'm a man. I don't care. I'm not like, I need power. It's like, don't talk to Owen. He may reveal. It's like, dude, what are you, a woman? Do you need you need me to lay your fucking coat down so you can walk over a stream? You know, like men used to fight. You know, and now it's like he says words that makes my penis sad. Fuck <laughs> you. Because I'm going to reveal go that's a, that's a I think what's being built, you're talking about like the hard workers in the Jewish community, but I think what's being built like right now, thanks to the internet, is everybody vibrating on a certain frequency, this high frequency. We're making a new zeitgeist, thank God. And it's like people from all over the world, Imam Tahiti and you guys and Mike Cernovich, and like if you'd seen the people at his last night for freedom, like – all these amazing people coming together from all different backgrounds. And it's like everybody just wants to build the new world like with high energy. It's and amazing. That, that's what we got to do. We got we got to build, not complain, not run in circles, not like just get it done and be the change. And you'll find out you don't need the music industry. You don't need the film industry if you actually create it and make the new one and and don't complain all the time on Twitter. I want to wrap this up. It's been an epic conversation. I'm gonna give both of you guys to have a closing statement. And I just want to say is my closing statement. I truly believe from the bottom of my heart is not talking about this stuff makes people more racist, sexist, and xenophobic. If you're white and you refuse to call out white people and you just act like annoying right-wingers who are just like, Ugh, it makes people hate you more. It makes people hate your political ideology, your skin color, as well as media manipulation. But it's said with Jewish and black, it's like the great people who are willing to call them, them out and be great people themselves. That crushes racism more than any of this media manipulation ever. It's by design, I truly believe, to create racism without division. You have one party that has no platform and another party that can't just lose all the time. So that's that's what I'm trying to get at. I know there's a lot of people in the comments that feel a lot of ways, but hopefully this gave you some new insight and also let you know, you know, maybe some things you didn't and, and see it from a new light. So we'll, we'll get both a closing statement. And thank you guys for being here. This was epic. I'm just saying 6 million sounds a little high. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, this is the weirdest thing though. What you just said, even the concept of racism, like we're using the words, it's like saying cisgender. We're using the words of our own divis of division, even if we're condemning them. It's like saying we're fighting racism. It's like, Describe racism. What is that exactly? A boogeyman so that me and Andrew can't be buddies? The fuck does that mean? I think that, that speaking truth, like someone like Andrew fearlessly just goes, why would I not talk to him? That's someone who's not hiding things. The people that, that's why the guys who can't drink, I usually am like, why? When you drink, you try and blow people? It's like they're hiding something and they're like, it will be revealed. And, and that's why I'm so happy that I got to call out some sneaky stuff and everyone else got to see that that there's some really honorable, great Jews that want the same thing that you do. And the more you just speak what you believe, dude, so many people tell me, like, I'm just so happy you say what you think. There's people that were like, I unfollowed you and called you all this shit a year ago. And now I finally get it. Like my son chopped his dick off, you know? And I'm like, yeah, welcome back. It's all good. I'm just going to farm. Uh, I love much, much, much respect for Andrew for talking it out.
because the Shapiro promo code talk, I was like, hey, I'm here with, with fucking Sam Harris. We're so different. I mean, we're both rich Jews from L.A. with big ears. I mean, <laughs> the conversation that I'll heal the world. No, talk to a fucking giant white dude who thinks he's a bear who's fucking obsessed with the Federal Reserve and a fucking super religious Jew and then throw a Puerto Rican in here with beautiful hair. And that's the first conversation. Not Sam. <laughs> like, well, I mean, we both are Jews with tons of money. Like, let's just go fucking... All right. Um, I do have a final statement. Better not be a promo code. Okay. I was going to say, I have to throw out my promo code, dude. I have to throw out my promo code. But Anomaly, you were talking earlier about Roseanne and like how when the media came after her and like she's one of the most outspoken brash comedians of all time. And even Roseanne, when the mob came after her in the media – she apologized because it is that hard. It is that devastating. And like 10 years ago, I was questioning uh, Senator John Kerry. He had run for president. I voted for him because I wanted the wars to be over. And when I asked him those questions, all right, the he had the police essentially take me away and taser me. He could have stopped it at any time and he let it happen because I was asking real questions. And when that story went viral, one of the first viral stories, because we finally had YouTube and our own cameras. When that story went viral, the media had to spin it, lie about me, say that I was a prankster, say that I wasn't serious. The reason that I've been fighting the media for 10 years is I experienced how evil they were 10 years ago. And I saw all the evil they were doing, creating wars across the world. And it's sickening to me how much death and destruction and rape and slavery is going around all around the world because the media is covering it up, dividing us and conquering us, and we don't even understand the depth of evil that's controlling this world. So I wrote my book. My book is called Don't Taze Me, Bro, Real Questions, Fake News, and My Life is a Meme. It's the story of what happened to me. It's the story of real news, what's going on in the country. You could get it on my Twitter right now, twitter.com slash Meyer, the Andrew Meyer. And it's going to be in the culture store soon too, culture.com with three T's. And the reason I've talked about culture so much is not just because I'm helping build the site, but because we're building a hub where there's going to be real musicians like Anomaly, real comedians like Owen, people that are real and giving the real zeitgeist featured. We write about the real thing because we got to build our own culture. We can't be deplatformed by these big tech losers. We can't be deplatformed by the promo code people that want to hijack us. We got to do our own thing. So thank you for having me on, Anomaly. It's been amazing. This has been an amazing talk. I hope that we do it again on your stream, Owen, because a yeah, lot of people – Dude, I'm, I love it because you you actually felt social pain for what you believe in, which is literally all we ask for. I just don't like promo code Zuckerberg guys. And uh, so that's how I usually tell if someone's doing wizardry or trickery. It's like, did you experience any loss for what you did? And you clearly did. Like people are – you're, you're a bad guy if you talk to Owen and you're like, and you stay strong, which is the whole fight. And then if you build that muscle, that you can literally lose your life for what you believe in. It's a muscle, just like your dick. All right, good times. Thank you, guys. This is going to be on Apple Podcasts and Google Play, all that stuff. Make America Debate Again. That's my podcast. I'm going to upload the audio there. And uh, check out Owen Benjamin. Just search his name. You'll find all this stuff on YouTube. Not on Twitter. He's pretty much banned. And, uh, you know, you, you can, yeah, YouTube him. I got, one more promo code. I got one more promo code. One more promo all right. code. If all you, right, all right. 
If you want to yeah. hear about the stuff that I'm talking about, like the, the how the world was created before the Big Bang, I learned all this stuff. If you go to Kabbalah1.com, K-A-B-B-A-L-A-H, Kabbalah1.com, you can learn about all this stuff because it's very hard to get to the bottom of the Torah and the endless conversation as uh, as Owen talks about. It's this exhausting. is the real stuff. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. People are exhausted. Right. God bless you guys. God bless America. God bless your family. And God bless the world. We're out on that note.